There you go. We got it all worked out. Hey, we're uh, out of time. It's uh, almost 10 o'clock. Neil Rogers is coming up next. We'll do it again. We'll see you tomorrow. That was special. Not special? Oh, yeah. Enjoyed it. What was it? Forget about the uh, sky is falling. Forget about Chicken Little. Here's the story of the century. Real surprise. Oh, yeah. you fairy. Clay Aiken comes out of the closet. Oh, you, I, I thought we were going to play a drum roll or something. I can't wait for very, Fairy Manilow to come out. And Tommy Cruz. Now, that would be news if Tommy Cruz came out. Okay. Hey, Tommy. You fairy. How's the peeping, Tommy? Oh, that's the wrong Tommy. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Boy, yeah. he's, he's great. I'll give you the result of yesterday's poll momentarily, but first, breaking news. Clay Aiken comes out of the closet. What appears to be the cover of the forthcoming issue of Peephole magazine was posted on the gossip website PerezHilton.com yesterday. Aiken is posed with his new son, Parker Foster, who was delivered via a surrogate, and a headline proclaiming, Yes, I'm gay. Gay. You fairy. The subhead continues, the idol star opens up about his emotional decision to come out. I cannot raise a child to lie or to hide things. I mean, what a shocker. You have to be deaf, dumb, blind, and been dead mm -hmm. at least 20 years not to know that this queen is a screamer. A real... Blaming. A call to Aiken's representative was not returned. A representative, and of course, who the hell would care? Except, of course, the, those, those middle-aged ladies that he was talking about. They always fall for some screamer, you know? Yeah. The claymates, they're called. No. Oh, yeah. Like Ricky Martin, for example. Mm-hmm. A representative for People magazine neither confirmed nor denied the cover's accuracy. MTV News reports, we can confirm that Clay Aiken and his son are featured on the next issue of People, the rep said. Adding the complete story will appear today on the magazine's website. Oh, I better get right on that during the break. Hop on that People magazine website, don't you think? <laughs> Aiken has been defensive in the past regarding his sexuality, of which, when you look at him, there really ain't much of any any kind. In an interview with Diane Sawyer in 2006, he called her really rude for asking. I don't understand why it's any of your business, he said. Bitch. He didn't say bitch. Well, maybe he did say bitch. I'm sure he was thinking bitch. 
Don't you think that's probably what he was thinking? I imagine thinking? he was. In fact, what he was probably thinking was more like... You bitch, you slut, you whore. Interviewed by MTV News later in 2006, he said, Who I'm dating and what kind of cereal I eat ain't going to benefit anybody else, he said. What kind of cereal I eat. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing is not important. I think there's a distinction. Aiken, who was runner-up on the second season of American Idol, is currently appearing in Spamalot on Broadway. Woo! I gotta catch that. Not. What a flaming. Although I will say this, he's a little more macho than that screamer for, um, Subway. He used to do the Subway TV Jared. spots. Jared. And they married him off like they're fooling somebody. Oh my god. He could have a harem of a hundred wives and ain't fooling me. Yeah. Hey, Jared! Oh, you fairy! Oh my god, is he a screamer? A mincer, a mincing. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But he I just mean, is. They're in a diet for that. Cereal. Really? Oh, yeah, that clay aching cereal. Sure? <laughs> you'll be, you'll be eat, eat a bowl of that, you'll be aching all day. Fruity pebbles, I'm sure. Right. Here's the poll from yesterday, and boy, this was pretty controversial. We had a controversial program. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday. You're gay. I'm your friend. Sure missed that. Not. The uh, phone monitor, by the way, stays off all the time. Joyce says, though, if we would screen the calls, that mm -hmm. would be the way it's done. That's how it's done, Neil. You don't know what you're... Uh, yeah. Screw you, Joyce, you simpleton bitch. You nasty, smelly... The most underrated actor or actress of all time. 892 votes we had. That's not too good. I guess it's okay. Wouldn't you think there'd have been a lot more action on that? Now, let me just take a look at something. All right. Oh, there's one. There's one email on that, neil at neilrogers.com. That thing is just falling off the face of the... Oh, a Pines Pig Report. Pete the Chronic gives me a pig... Go away, Pete. Get lost. Pig Report in Pembroke Pines. Like, that's a bulletin? Pig Report's on an email. That thing is turning into another septic tank. The email yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. First few days, it was, the first three days especially, man, it was fabulous. Sensational. I thought I had discovered... The cure for every disease ever uh, come down the pike. Surprise. Well, not really. Surprise. What? It is surprising to me because I'm Why? easy. You know, I'm naive. I may be old, but I'm it's still It's the same naive. people just because it's a different uh, medium, a different it's way to reach people? you. It's the same people. Right. The same chronics? That's right. What about, my name is Joe, and what do you know? What about him? I'm sure, it's just a matter of time. If, if he's not one of them, he will be soon. No. Oh. Well, listen, he'd be an improvement over what we got now, which is not much. The most underrated actor or actress of all time, Robert Duvall, wins by a huge margin, hands down the pantaloonies, 219 votes for Robert Duvall, whose greatest role, of course, was in Godfather, but second greatest was in Network, I think. Frank Hackett. Remember that? Yep. William H. Macy, 103. Gary Oldman, 102. Billy Bob Thornton, 60, was in that great movie, The Man Who Wasn't There, the one that George hates. It's right. slow. It was. You didn't like it because that fat... Nope, I thought the fag. Were you going to say that fat faggot? Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, he was the most entertaining thing in the movie. He was, uh, he was he hysterical. Was he was a pit. Yeah. He was very funny. Paul Giamatti, 54. Philip Seymour Hoffman, 49. How's the peeping, Tommy? Francis McDormand, 40. Ed Norton, 38. Steve Buscemi, 27. Brian Cox, 26. Kevin Spacey, 21. Now, let's see. Which line is his? Oh, go, go, to, go lunch. to lunch. Yeah. Is that the only one? 
Go to lunch, George. Go to lunch. Will you go to lunch? No. Yeah. Kevin Spacey and John Cazale each had 21. And if I'm going to play Kevin Spacey, I've got to play Kev uh, John Cazale, right? I think you should. It's only right. Equal time. That's right. I can handle things. I'm smart. I like everybody said. Like dumb. I'm smart. And I want respect. Respect. Uh, Donald Sutherland, 16. Ted Levine, 13. Buffalo Bill. Val Kilmer, 12. Cloris Leachman, 11. Charles Durning, 11. Well, I'm, I'm glad he got a lot of votes. I'm surprised. Um, Tom Wilkinson, 9. Chris Cooper, 8. David Stratum, 8. Joseph Cotton, 7, finally. He finally got votes from some of his old-timers. Lee J. Cobb, 6. He was a late addition. We apologize to Lee for that, but he's still dead, so he don't care. He was great. Answer the question, Father Paranoia. <laughs> oh. I lied. It was for me. Remember that, the autograph? Yep. yep. Boy, you sure are strange today. Am I? Isn't he strange today, Chris? A little strange. Maybe. Maybe he's tired. Maybe he's getting a little strange. Julianne Moore, six. James Coburn, six. Kay Francis, five. Connie Francis didn't get any. Aw. Maggie Gillenhall, four. She's Jewish. Ray Liotta, four. Tony Perkins got a pair. And the tab hunter squeezed him. Laura Linney, two, and Elliot Gould, a pair, out of 892 votes. On our very important poll from yesterday, on our earth-shaking, world-moving, let's see, Outlook Express. Oh, look at that. There's a bunch of uh, stuff on there. Woo! All right. It's going to be a banner day. Do you believe me? No. Nope. Why not? You See, I, you're strange today. There's something wrong with you. You're so negative about this place. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, and uh, you know the best part of it is, it reminds me of the thing when Mo was around. Are they, is that just an act they're putting on, or are those guys really right. hate each other? You know, it's it's the same thing. Are you guys making this up about what a toilet that place is, and about Joyce and Jolly Joe? No, we couldn't make it up. We're creative, but nobody's that creative. Look at that sunny and seventy-six today here in the big city in Hogtown. Wow, beautiful, perfect fall day, almost like summertime. When you say sunny and 76 is about as perfect as in get low humidity. Okay. Nice little breeze between I'll your knees. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. Well, good. Then come on up. Not. It's You've not never right. been here, huh? Nope. Nice city. Nice people. A lot of nasty drivers. Too many Chinamen. Too many smelly Chinamen. Not that I don't like Chinese. I love Chinese. Not as much as Rick and Suds, but I do like Chinese. What was that all about? It's a Monty Python song. I know that. That's it. Oh. Your favorite adult entertainment magazine is... Oh, i got to come up with another poll for tomorrow. Oh, jeez, are you kidding me? Come on, Brandon, get to work. Somebody needs to help me out with a poll for tomorrow. If you would have told me that when I came back to a full-time Monday through Friday... thought I did. I, huh? I thought I did tell you. You did, but I, I ignored it. I, I tuned it out. Yeah. I tuned it out. Yeah. Oh, he didn't really say that. i got to come up with a new poll idea every day, five days a week. During the summertime, that was one of the greatest things, not having to come up with some smart-ass poll. Well, let's see. Don't have one. Don't have a uh, favorite adult entertainment magazine. 301, 309 out of 589. Playboy 92. Hustler 59. Penthouse 44. Hustler Barely Legal 30. Oh, my God. Jugs 16. Playgirl 12. Playgirl? You fairy. Oh. 
High Society 9. I wonder if Clay Aiken reads Playgirl. Club 7, Celebrity Skin 6, Transformation 3, and Gents appear. Appear for Gents. Let me look in that outlook. Let's see. There's 2, 4, 6, 7. Although, uh, Fat Man After Dark, Chronic. Let's see what Rosemary says. Thank you for advising me on how to handle the repukes that I work with. Oh, that was the one she works with all those right-wingers. Mm -hmm. But if by some chance McCain wins, exactly what is the cost of living in Canada, Rose? Oh, it's expensive, honey. You can't afford to live here. Clay is gay? Wow. As far as I'm concerned, it was... I think you're trying to say tattooed. It says tatted on his forehead. T-A-T-T-E-D. Tattooed so. on his forehead. It was tatted. Nah, that poll sucks, Brandon. What would I do if I never went into radio? That poll blows. Come on, you can do something better than that. What would I do if I hadn't gone into radio? Like shining shoes or like that. I worked retail. Midtown Records in Rochester. I worked in my father's sporting goods and fishing tackle store. I worked retail. Yeah, you sold flies? No, I attacked flies. Okay. Boy, that, that would really be something to be gay. In Canandaigua, New York, in Little Hick Town like that. I bet you there were some other. I know there were some other. Mm -hmm. few. I knew some gay some people other. in Little Hick Towns. Yeah. And the best thing to do if you're gay in a Little Hick Town is get the hell Leave. out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, i got to do a, a spot. Okay. Well, so unusual, you know, I'm not used uh, to it. I know. Sorry, Chris, I bet you I had you on the uh, edge, edge of your seat. On I was almost needles, hitting huh? it. Were you almost uh, spanking it? Well, the button. 1013 at 560 WQAM. Here's the schedule for Wednesday, the uh, September 24th. The Big O, 2 to 4. Rock solid. In spite of tremendous psychotic public uh, opposition. Geldy, 4 to 650. You think, oh, my God. First pitch with Jesse Agler. By the way, the Marlins lost. They're done. They're finished. Dolphins tonight, 7 to 8, DA show 8 to 11. Marlins are officially out. No playoffs, no uh, division, no nothing, and no interest. Neil's half-price deals are the hit of the town, and this week is no exception. Starting tomorrow at noon, you can buy 50. Now, didn't you eat there last night, you guys? Yes, we did. At Paisons. Yes, yep. it was perfection. It was spectacular. Food was great. They treated yes. you magnificent. That's right. And tomorrow nice at noon, place. Buy $50 certificates for 25 bucks to the brand new Paisons Restaurant and Bar in Coral Springs, formerly Onyx. Paisons is now grand opening and to rave reviews to including from George and uh, Fat Chris. They offer great dining value with sensational food. Paisons features only Harris Ranch organic beef. Try their 8-ounce filet, tender and scrumptious, or their 14-ounce ribeye marinated in garlic, black, pe black peppercorn, and oil. What do you say? Their specialty is the prime rib, the Big Al Cut. A full 16-ounce slow roasted for six hours, perfect every time. Seafood lovers feast on their fabulous fresh catch items like cedar, pike, smoked salmon, or sea bass wellington. What would you guys have? I had a filet, and uh, he had uh, Jamaican steak, Jamaican uh, like a steak. sirloin or something. And it was great, huh? Yes. Yep. The all-new Paisons Restaurant and Bar, formerly Onyx, 3111 North University Drive, just a block south of Sample Road in Coral Springs. For reservations, 954-510-7400. Now, thanks to me, tomorrow... Get yourself ready for it. Get poised. You can buy $50 certificates at half price, just 25 bucks. That's uh, noon tomorrow on WQAM.com.
biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM BB Broadcast Group Incorporated. You're gay. Just put my feet where I think they belong. You wanted to be, be all alone, but I had to see in 17B. You pushed my leg over, but I But I'm not homosexual. Really? <laughs> I'm not. Oh, he changed his mind. All of a sudden, he's gay. Yeah. Clay. He's aching. His heart is aching. I'll bet. Oh, his and heart? A lot of, of, of middle-aged, uh, deaf, dumb, blind, and stupid women, are, yeah. their heart is breaking. They're aching right now, yeah. They're aching and their heart is breaking. Uh, is so Brandon bad. obviously is out of material, too. He suggested um, no burger is complete without blank. Hey, it's a better poll than I could come up with. You like it? Sure. Chris, let me ask you one question. Do you like it? It's a possibility. A I you know what burger it. I absolutely love? Not, not Straighten me out on this. Because we had this discussion a few weeks ago, and everybody's saying, oh, they only have that in Canada. We don't have that in the States, eh? The Mickey D's an anus, uh, Angus anus burger right. with the bacon and right. cheese. There was some confusion because um, Burger King has something along those lines. Forget that, uh, about Burger King, thing. okay, with that rubbery meat. I'm talking about thing. some... Real good anus beef. I don't they think they have it? that here. They do? I don't think so. They don't got it? I don't think so. Oh, it's the best, and it's on this really interesting pastry bun. They call it a pastry bun. It's I don't to... think so. Oh, it's good. Well, probably too good for there. Probably Bush outlawed it. You did that. Seriously, we'll have to investigate that. Do they have the Angus beef burger... With or without the bacon and cheese in the states, they got it here. I had one a couple of days ago. It's good, good for you. So you like um, you like that poll about no no burger is. It sounds like a footy poll. Although at least at least with us, we only keep yeah. it up for one day. This can be fun, and I have one for you that you'll disagree with. A suggestion. Yeah. A bun. Well, I mean, I, I okay. ate the uh, the anus burger with a bun, even though I shouldn't <gasps> be eating the bread. What? Oh my God! Well, it's better than eating a pint of ice cream for crying out loud. Although no, I think you're I right did about that, that. After the uh, after lunch, what? You're right about that. And like the hot fudge sundae at Mickey D's is pretty good if you throw out the ice cream. Oh. The hot fudge is good. The soft serve that. Oh, that soft oh. serve, man. Nasty stuff. It's not ice cream. It's like Dairy Queen. Do you think Dairy Queen ever had like real ice cream? No. no. And what about did. Carvel? That's real ice cream. No, it's not. Sure it is. It's soft serve. It's not real. No, no, no. What no, makes, it, they have both what kinds. makes it real ice cream? They have both kinds. I don't think you've ever had it. 
What? The hard Car- Carvel. I've had I've had it hard. Uh huh. Not the ice cream. <laughs> but you had it cold too. Oh yeah. And lukewarm. Anyway, here's let's see. Tim, very defensive guy. Tim, we're starting to get some uh, marginal stuff on the uh, Neil at NeilRogers.com. You folks can do it. Trust me. Or not. I don't really care. I'm in a really good mood today. I don't know why. I'm in a great mood. Well, I won a few bucks at uh, Woodbine yesterday. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. I sat down at a machine. And, yeah, and again, it's blind luck. Whichever one is open. I only play the Wheel of Fortune five times. I did not play a quick hit. I don't know why. I love quick hit, but, boy, you can lose a lot of money in a short period of time when you're playing the max. You know what I mean? When you're playing the max and you're six bucks a hit. Woo! As opposed to Squeal of Fortune, which is only $3 a hit. Anyway, I sit down and I have my first spin, 400 bucks. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. And so I'm playing with their money the whole time. One about a grand, and I ran out of there. I flew out. Tim says, not that I subscribe, but... Yeah, we, we don't believe it, Tim. You fairy! Playgirl magazine is shutting down print operations. Playgirl, the female's equivalent of Playboy magazine, will be closing down its print operations at the start of next year. Nicole Caldwell, the magazine's editor-in-chief, confirmed with rumors with Media Bistro. According to Caldwell, Playgirl is going all web. The last print issue will be January, February 2009, which comes out November 18. The website will feature more videos and pictorials, less editorial content, although at this point the details are scarce, just like the clothing, scarce. Declining revenues from print sales undoubtedly contributed to the decision to shift the focus entirely to online. The magazine was founded in 1973 as the feminist alternative in response to men's magazines such as Penthouse and Playboy. Feminist alternative, my ass, as the Gay. alternative. Men's uh, men's health, that's another one. Okay, so the poll is going to be no burger. This sounds like a footy poll to me, although he, he'd leave it on there for um, six months. No burger is complete without... Oh, i got to get to that PETA story. No burgers come out complete without vegetables. Mm. They're, they're, they're sick. They're crazy they are. people. They're nuts. And this story about Ben and Jerry, speaking of ice cream and burgers. <laughs> yeah. See how it all fits in? <laughs> yeah. Complete without blank. Now, you a bun. Oh, you said a bun. Bun. Ketchup. I, onions. Pickles. Hold the, hold the uh, pickles. Hold the... Hold the... Uh, Something hold the lettuce, hold special orders, don't upset us. Hold the lettuce, pickle, hold the lettuce, special orders, don't upset us. Bun, onions, what was the uh, ketchup? Right. Mustard. Which is loaded with sugar. Yeah. Ma- mouse turd. Mayonnaise. Mayo, that's for glam. Mayo. Salsa. I mean, that, that makes it. Salsa is good. Steak sauce. I'll tell you, the Mexicans, man, they just they put salsa on everything. They put it on their hand. I mean, what is with that? They like it. They do like it. They you like, like it? it hot. They like it really hot. Salsa, what was the one after that? Steak sauce. Ste- steak sauce? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that A1 spot mm-hmm. where the guy says, uh, steak sauce on a burger? Well, it's meat, you moron. That's right. And then the guy reaches over and says, can I try that? And instead of taking the steak sauce, he takes the whole burger and starts uh, chowing down on it. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Worried that the economy will worsen without the bailout? Yes, somewhat worried. 79, not worried. 21. When in doubt, don't bail them out. That's my uh, that's my thought. If they go out of business, too bad. If everybody uh, loses, it's too bad. You know, crap happens. This business that the taxpayers mm-hmm. got to bail anybody out, just like Chrysler. Screw them. Hub them and dreared. That's what I say. 
Steaks, steakhouse, steak sauce. See, you got me all confused now. Sorry. Steak sauce. Well, no, you got me confused. Steak sauce. What else do they put on it? Lettuce, tomatoes. Lettuce, tomatoes. This is mm. this is a footy pool. I mean, thanks, Brandon. It's not too yeah, bad. It's just one day and you got nothing else, do you? Because I should I, I could come up with one if I if I really put my uh, you know thing to the grindstone. Remember that story we had that time? That's back at IOD. The guy put his thing on the grindstone. Yes. We could play that, you know. This is Neil Rogers. And it was a belt sander. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the big dog, Joe Rogers. We have a lot of choices on this pool now, man. It's building. It's huge. The sports leader. Another dick in the White House? You fairy. today, I think. All right. Well, I'm busy printing a bunch of stuff out. We're actually getting some response here, including a lot of really uh, stupid and pornographic ones. Especially yeah, about the meat. I imagine. Oh, yeah. Although I was going to say something about the meat. Yeah. Like some people only like, say, a sirloin burger or something like that. They're very particular about their meat. It has to be at least a ground chuck or sirloin. I'm pretty particular about my meat, I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's, here's what we got so far. Honey mustard... Barbecue sauce, relish, and of course we left off the most obvious one of all: cheese. I won't oh yeah! Plain, oh. I won't eat a plain burger without cheese. Right on. Bacon, tomatoes. I like it plain. So we got a list of about twenty items on here. Eat your heart out, footy. We don't have to do like a one a day and get to get the poll on there for six hundred days. God, he is such a nerd, and a turd. Word. Six hundred forty-one votes. Chris is shooting for nine hundred today. For 800. Sure. Huh, what? You heard me. Oh, when I said turd burger, that's when all of a sudden he woke up. No. Joe B says, I grew up listening to you going all the way back when you did Hurricanes baseball games. I never did call in because I have a little bit of a life, but that hasn't stopped me from enjoying your show. Sometimes I've been left laughing, sometimes contemplating your thought-provoking comments, and sometimes vehemently disagreeing. Disagreeing with me with... Oh, God. Shame on you, Joe B. Anyway, but I've always been entertained by you. In fact, I have to 
thank you for putting me on the path to realizing that religion's a bunch of crap and that God is a fairy tale. That is correct, Joe. It's a bunch of man-made garbage. It's a good tax-exempt business, though, and it's a good way to get people to hate whoever you don't like, including, like, women or dark folks or anybody, you know, your slaves, or people that have a different God. Right. I am now happy to report I'm a recovering former brainwashed Christian, although my career has taken me away from South Florida. Thank God I escaped. I still tune in on the Internet when I can. Thanks for many years of entertainment information. Thank you, Joe B. Now, here's one from Melissa. Melissa. Remember Melissa in Concord, North Carolina, black female listener? Yes. And Melissa even sent me the link to this thing, assuming that I want to see it, which I don't. Chris Rock on Letterman last night. Bill Clinton was a guest on the show as well. Chris Rock had appeared after Bill Clinton came on stated... Is it just me, or is Bill scared to mention Obama's name? Hillary got a lot of votes, but she lost. The Patriots scored a lot of points, but still lost to the Giants. It says, Neil, it's funny. I hope it interests you enough to research it. No, it does not, Melissa. And thanks for the link, and said, but I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, he uh, he's afraid to mention his name. It's the, un the, the love that dare not speak its name. Oh, no, that's Clay Aiken. I'm oh, sorry. yeah, I was just going to say, I thought that was... Fat uh, Man After kind. Dark, who we thought was a pretty interesting... Uh, well, maybe he is. He said, could you put Bound and Gag magazine on your poll? <laughs> I think that's just a gag, is it? Is there know. really such a magazine? I'm sure there is. If you can name it, I bet you there's a magazine of it. Bound and Gagged. Well, get it on there. I don't like this poll we got going on with the magazines. I think it sucks. Although probably Captain Singh likes it. In fact, maybe he sent it. I think he did send it. Thanks, Captain Singh. You're okay with us. But it's a Schmitty pool. The Dow is up 7.96. The world's greatest male bondage magazine. So get it on there. Although we're going to be changing the pool pretty soon once I get my burger or thing. Thanks, Brandon. It's a good idea. No burger is complete without something everybody can relate to. And what about also on there? What did I, have, what did I do with it? Oh, don't tell me I lost the thing. Oh, I threw it on the floor. What an idiot. Jesus, what a moron I am. I like it. Plain, or I don't eat meat. Or I don't eat right. burgers. I don't eat burgers. Okay. That there could be people sure. who like good steak and just don't like burgers. It's beneath Correct. them, you know. Oh, yeah. Or maybe they just don't like burgers. This is also, true. the anus burgers available in Southern California, Columbus, Ohio, and Metropolitan New York. All right. And Canada, eh? Oh, right. you guys are missing out. I'd make a big stink at your local Mickey D's and say, we want our anus burger now. Damn it. Damn it. That sounds just like suds. Yes, it did. Very good. Damn it. Let's see. And I've done this before, but it's mm -hmm. just... Damn it. 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 Very nice. <laughs> good job, Neil. Thank you. You might be able to do that for a living someday. What's that? Just do damn-its? Yeah. Maybe I'll do that at Woodbine when I don't... You know, when it comes up five times... Red seven and the other five times are the Wheel of Fortunes in the upper right or the uh, bottom right on the third reel. Damn it! I, I just love these people that like smear their hands over the glass. I mean, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of superstitious people. Well, what's? Oh, and then there's this one guy. He points, you know, as the reels are spinning. Mm-hmm. He points at each reel. Bonk, bonk, That's right. Bonk, and and he never gets anything. This is, he's using telekinesis, don't you know? Oh, Using is that his that magic is? powers, that's right. He's oh, well, his magic powers must need a, a tune-up. <laughs> because nothing ever comes up. Nothing ever matches for this guy. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Nothing. God, strange people. And the people from India, man, you talk about hocus-pocus. They are... That would be a good poll to take someday. Who are the most superstitious people in the world? Good. Good idea. 
People from India. And Maybe. then when the, uh, the wheel, you know, at the top of the machine, the mm -hmm. wheel, if they get a spin, they stand up and they put their hands and they, they, you know, back and forth like they're davening, you know, like my grandma used to do over the candles on Friday night, waving their hands back and forth around. Uh, that, that just, it, it's, I don't know. I mean, I know people are stupid, generally speaking. The world is full of stupid people, but do you have to really show it? Do you have to, like, put on a display of your stupidity for everybody to see yes. it? No. That's so that we can all enjoy it, too. And, and there are times, I, you know, I keep my mouth shut, but there are times I just want to yell out, Hey, it don't seem to be working, you moron, you jackass. Sit down. Put your ass in the seat and just uh, be civilized. Oh, no, they're waving their hands across the thing, you know, smearing their hands on the glass. Will you and George be my guests at Footy's Bubbles and Bones Gala at the Western Diplomat October 17th? Danny Boy is co-hosting. I'm sure they'd both love to see you there. From Joseph Priory. Footies, Bubbles and Bones Gala. Danny who? Danny Boy. I don't know. Danny who that Marino. Is. There's oh, only one Danny I, in South Florida. Sorry, Maybe I know a lot of Danny. Somebody says, "Oh, Danny sorry. Boy." Yeah, no, I got a nephew named Danny, a stepbrother named well, Danny. Well, they're not sorry. talking about your uh, Dannys. They're talking about the one and only Danny. You're the Danny only ones this, I know. Danny that, Danny and Jimmy, Jimmy and Danny. That's who they're talking about. Eh. No, Joe, we don't. Uh, you know, obviously a sick joke. Sick joke. Footies and Dannys. Oh, and Mark says, George is useless. What's up his ass? Bring back the bird. Uh-huh. Mark says. I was talking about those people. I was talking about those people during uh, your sick day. Yeah. All the people that were the bird fans or the people that uh, that he would put on to rip you at, uh, yeah. at great length while you oh, were taking days off. I'm, down, yeah. I'm downstairs taking a gigantic dump at IOD mm -hmm. one day, and, and he goes on. You know, the break already uh, ran out, and he comes on after the uh, bit. And I'm sitting down there, and of course, in those days, at IOD, they actually had the state, they had IOD on the monitors. Right, it was a radio station. Yeah, it was a real radio station, and they wanted to hear, I mean, they knew the music uh, on the coast or whatever was slush, so they had IOD on, because it might be something interesting. And he's talking to some some old bag who's ripping me an ass, nah, right. and he's yucking it up, you know, and encouraging her, egging, and you know what, and now he's dead. Yeah. See? That's what happens when you mess with Someday you die. The fourth leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog, Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Oh, God, Neil. I can't get over with that viewing set today. He's got a lot of noise to talk about me that way. I don't give a crap what that fairy has to say. If he wants to smoke pink cigars, then let him. <laughs> I'll have you know, I know what I'm talking about. Every morning at the condo, I take the elevator down, and on my way to the car, when I pull my folding basket out, I grab a free condo paper. The toys are back in town. The toys are back in town. I said the toys are back in town. Why you move? And I got along, you sport old fools. I know everything that's going on in the news. Why, I even know all the new Mahjong rules. I'm hip to the jive, daddy-o. 
Five at five sixty WQM. I think I uh, got it. I think I'm going to fax this to Eric, and we can change the poll in a little while. All right. And that's something coming mm-hmm. from no poll for tomorrow, or really great one. Thanks to your close personal friend Brandon. Thanks to Josh Cordes, his good buddy. Oh, don't let me forget. I'm going to send a check to Cordes. I think. Okay. Because I won his money at the Woodbine yesterday. Hey, don't forget. Know. What do you think, Chris? Should I send it or not? Yeah, sure. Why not? I should have known better than to ask you. If you'd like, you can uh, put my name on it. I'll give it to him. No. Oh. Here's a uh, email that says it'll be another 100 years before you make another appearance here in South Florida. I'm 29. I've been a big fan since I first heard you when I was nine years young. It would be a pleasure to see you in the flesh. I missed the recent one. I was on vacation. Love the show. i got to do it, Joyce. Got to run. No, it won't be another 100 years. What, what do you think? we got to do one like in a couple of years? I love the way that when we did the thing at Gulfstream, they're saying, oh, it's his first appearance in years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many, we lost count. Oh, yeah. Like, like yeah, and what's the big deal? I mean, it was nice that we had a great turnout that day, but. It's always a big deal to see Neil and reach out and grab a feel. Oh, it's such a thrill. Schlemiel? Yes. Oh. To me, a hamburger is a bun and a patty, says Sam. If you put your bun... If you put buns on them, you should put the patty. Hmm? If you put bun on, then you should put the patty. In other words, if you put the bun on, no, a lot of, a lot of us like Atkins it, you know? Right. In fact, the double cheeseburgers at Mickey D's, I'll get a couple of those and Correct. I'll just not eat the bun. And nobody, and the great thing of it is nobody looks at you. You know, you're, you're eating, you're, hold, you're holding the meat in your fingers. Well... Yes, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Well, <laughs> We've all seen that. I won't eat a burger without barbecue sauce. Put it on there, says somebody. It's already on there, schmuck. Oh, mushrooms. Yeah, like oh, the, yeah, bacon good shroom, idea. the bacon shroom burger at uh, Hardee's. And, you know, we uh, put cheese on there, but there are so many cheese options, as you know. Well, you know something? We're not going to do that. Yeah. Swiss. Oh, yeah. Cheddar. Mm. I, don't, I don't think there's a, such a thing as a bad cheese to put on a burger, is there? Not uh, feta cheese. Any of those soft, well, what a, really soft cheeses. What about cheeses? that anus burger with Asiago cheese? I'm trying to think what that tastes like. <laughs> Asiago's pretty good. It's got a little yeah. uh, bite to it. It's, good. it's great. I love like, Asiago You don't like Brie. Cheese. Oh, that, like I said. So here's what I got. No burgers complete without a bun, cheese, onions, ketchup, mustard, mayo, salsa, honey mustard, relish, bacon, Barbecue sauce, mushrooms, relish, steak sauce, pickles, tomatoes, lettuce. I like it plain or I don't eat burgers. Hold the pickles, hold the lettuce. Now, let me say this to you about the lettuce. Yeah. I don't understand why they put lettuce on anything, like like a Taco Bell lettuce. I, I've been rethinking that whole thing ever since uh, nobody has uh, any kind of lettuce that isn't rancid anymore, those mm-hmm. kinds of places. Right. But, but I mean, even if it's perfect for, for filler and for a little crispy, uh, it's, it's moist and crispy at the same time. No, lettuce is not crispy. It's supposed to be. The taco at Taco Bell is crispy, not the lettuce. Lettuce is supposed to be crispy. You're thinking like more like um, cabbage. 
No. no. Cabbage is crispy, not lettuce. Yeah. Iceberg lettuce that they usually use. All no, iceberg lettuce, my ass. Who the hell uses iceberg lettuce on, at a burger joint? But what do you think they use? They use yeah, uh, they the roll. cheapest. They use yeah, uh, some. Yeah, that's iceberg lettuce. It is? Yeah. That's oh. the standard lettuce. You're thinking of romaine. Romaine? Which is, I think, what they use at Wendy's with a big vein, romaine with a vein. Oh, they got romaine, uh, a romaine in their vein? Yes. I see. I think we got it covered there. I think it's an excellent poll. You think we got the burger covered? Yeah, we got it. We got it smeared. Mayo. Oh, mayonnaise on meat. Oh, that that's double trafe. Stick one of those in uh, Gary Sarner's box. Let me ask you something, Mr. Kosher. Not me. Can you mix meats as Pita. long as they're both kosher? Can you what? Mix meats as long yeah, as they're both not? kosher. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Well, why not? I didn't take that class. You better get your koshering right, man. Get get Gary Sarner in there. He'll straighten your ass out. He's the kosher queen, king. Peter. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals sent a letter to Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield, co-founders of Ben and Jerry's Homemade, Inc., urging them to replace cow's milk they use in their ice cream products with human breast milk, according to a statement recently released by a... Peter. Spokeswoman. Peter. Request comes in the wake of news reports that a Swiss restaurant owner will begin purchasing breast milk from nursing mothers and substituting breast milk for 75% of the cow's milk in the food he serves. Peter officials say a move to human breast milk would lessen the suffering of dairy cows and their babies on factory farms and benefit human health. Oh, the poor moo cows. Why are the cows suffering? All the machines don't feel good, not like lips do. How do you, how do you know? Do you, you ever know. have a machine Listen. hooked up to your uh, thing? Yeah, and it doesn't feel good as lips, I'll tell you right now. That, that's uh, like uh, Boy and His Dog. Remember that? They had the machine mm. hooked up to Don's that's Johnson? Right. The fact that human adults consume huge quantities of dairy products made from milk that was meant for a baby cow just doesn't make sense. Well, guess what? Milk, uh, people drinking milk, uh, it makes no sense. Yeah, and cheese and ice cream is wrong, too. No, it is not. See? Because it tastes better. Hypocrite. Everyone knows that the breast is best, so Ben and Jerry's could do consumers and cows a big favor by making the switch to breast milk. The breast is best. Oh, my God. You people at Peter are crazy. Right. In a statement, Ben and Jerry said, We applaud Peter's novel approach to bring attention to an issue, but we believe a mother's milk is best used for her child. That's what Ben and Jerry's be saying. Oh, you people at Peter. I mean, they all, and they always go way out on a limb with something ridiculous to, just to get attention, you know? Right. That's their whole. That's mm -hmm. their whole shtick. Sure. Is to create some ridiculous non-issue and whip it up into a frenzy. Cuban burgers, aka fritas, are very good. Fritas. I thought fritas are fries. It's yeah. uh, anything fried can be a frita. It just that's means fried. Dutch. That's in Dutch. Pommes fritas. That's a uh, French frog. Pommes fritas. Pepper jack cheese. That sounds good. <laughs> Cuban burgers. Is there such a thing? Uh, not that I know. I'm sure there is. Well, what do you mean, not that you know? Not of? that I know. You don't know. You don't know nothing about being Cuban. Okay, sure. If I was one of those Cuban listeners we got out there, one of both of them, I'd, I'd be wild with you. Yeah. Turncoat. Mm-hmm. I sure hope Footy don't uh, take uh, offense to the fact that we're doing this poll about the burger, because he's the burger and, and wiener uh, queen in South Florida. Footsie. What he would do 
is he would like take two of these and put them on and then have like a runoff in about six weeks when he's done. Footsie? Yeah. So we're invited to go see Footsie and Danny and Danny and Footsie. I'll pass on both of them, okay? Not that I got anything against Danny boy, but geez, enough already with him. Enough with a, with a, with a joker lips and the whole routine of his. When do you think he's got enough money to retire already? Hey, Danny, retire! And get off that QAM, uh, website too. Every time we make a little progress on there, they stick Danny Boy uh, on top of us, around us, uh, and always uh, he takes precedence. We're small potatoes on there, you know. That's because Cordes is in charge of it. And then every time I say that, oh, well, he's got nothing to say about that. It's not Josh. There's some guy that, uh, yeah, who, who's the guy? Give me a name. What do you mean, who's the guy? Who's the guy what? In charge of that website. Who calls the shots? Joe Bell. Joe Bell is in charge of the, the, the QM website? Josh Darrow is actually. The QM website specifically is Josh Darrow. Now I understand why we always get screwed. Not that he's the only one that has his fingers in there. Yeah, he's got his finger in it all right. You can smell it a mile away. Josh Cordes is a button monkey, you understand? He just presses the buttons that these people tell him hey, to. Hey, Clarence, go wash that finger off, okay? You idiot. For a delicious kosher burger, how about adding jalapeno peppers to your burger? How about peppers? Good choice. Peppers, especially if you're Mexican. Right. Peppers? Pepperoncinis, green peppers, peppercorn, peppers, pepper, well, be. I'm not going to start pepper. putting all of Oh, jeez. Hassenpfeffer pepper. Claude Pepper. 690 votes on the poll. My favorite entertainment magazine is, don't have one, 355. Well, there's that guy from uh, Magnolia. You've been on the road, you need to shower, and check your email. The game show host. What's his name? We don't know his name. Right. We did, but then we forgot. Yeah, we forgot. He's good. Playboy 106, Hustler 71, Penthouse 60, uh, 55. Now, when the um, gunshot came through the um, kitchen ceiling... Yeah, well, the, uh, the frog fell through the ceiling. The frog fell through the ceiling, but what about the gunshot? Right. The frog fell through that uh, the uh, little ch uh, kitchen exhaust chimney thing that uh -huh. he had and hit him while he had the gun in his hand. Then the frog... Oh, and the gun went right, off. The, right. Bam. The frog made the gun go off. And, uh, bam. Bada boom. And then... Like Emil would say, bam. Yeah. Somebody ought to give Emil... By the way, he got really bam. fat. He's uh, doing a commercial right now for Who, uh, toothpaste or something. Emerald? And he ballooned, yeah, he's twice the size of uh, of his previous self. He sucks. Yeah. Hustler, Barely Legal, 36. Jugs, 20. Playgirl, 13. High Society, 10. Club, 8. Celebrity Skin, 7. Bound and Gags got 5. Transformation, 4. And Gents has got a pair. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Boy, they're ripping you an ass, George. Fake Cuban. Ah, gee. And I cry. I'm saving nickels and quarters. I'm cutting coupons because I'm a victim of recession. Buying from discount stores. And I 
1102 at 560 WQAM. Who would handle the economy better? The new poll, Obama 53%, McCain 43%. I think that says it all, doesn't it? So let's hold the election right now and get it over with. You hear the sound of the fax machine working? You hear it? No. There it is. Oh, is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Because I'm faxing the new poll to um, Eric. Because this other poll with these magazines just blows. Blows. Somebody sent me an email saying this is a really lame poll. I'm not sure if they're talking about the one that's up there with the uh, magazines or the one about the burger. They didn't specify. And you know what? Too bad. Oh, uh, Justin says, before I get to the um, emails ripping you an ass, mm -hmm. just wanted to let you know, because I didn't hear anyone mention it yet, the archived show has only about the first three hours of the show when you download. For some reason, the last hour is not being recorded. Love the show, and George is great, says Justin. How do you like that? All right. Thanks. Is that is that true? Not that George is great, but that uh, the archives have only got the first three hours? I don't know. I don't know. Well, why not? Because I've never listened to the archives. Oh. I'm, I'm here for the shows. You know, I don't need to go listen back. In other words, at the end of the day, you don't listen to the whole four hours again? Just oh, gee, sure not as much we... as I used to. Oh, wait. No, never. Me either. Well, that's the only person. Uh, the reason I never mentioned it is because nobody's ever said that before. And I don't, I don't uh, Justin, I don't want to doubt your word, your veracity, but it sounds like BS to me. Why, why would that be? I don't anyway, know. Anyway, Pedro says, you're right, George knows nothing about things Cuban. A frita is a Cuban version of a hamburger. Ingredients, half a pound of ground beef, one Spanish chorizo sausage ground up. Oh, I love chorizo, man. Half a pound of ground pork, one tablespoon ketchup. Half a cup of breadcrumbs, plain or Italian seasoned for a kick of flavor, one egg beaten, one medium onion chopped, three fresh mashed garlic cloves, a pinch of ground cumin, salt and pepper cooked patties, and a half teaspoon of paprika. Mm -hmm. Says Pedro. You know nothing about Cuban I've never crap. claimed to be well, an why expert. Not? Why not? That would be like me not knowing about the Jew food. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know all about Jew food, man. I know my blintzes. I know my uh, all, all that I, stuff. I, I know what I like. I know my homentashen. I've been very clear. I came here when I was four. Before I was five, my mother moved us into the Redlands, where the rednecks lived. Oh. And then I just kept moving deeper into the woods. So I know about well, hick, I don't blame you. hick stuff, redneck stuff, way more than I know about Cuban stuff. Manny says, what George knows about Cuban culture, you could fit in a thimble. Fritas are Cuban hamburgers made with ground beef and Spanish chorizo. Then potato strings, not the sticks, but the thinner ones, are added on top of the burger. They're awesome, but guaranteed heart attack if you eat more than one a year. Great show to you and George, even if he's a poor imitation of a spick, says Manny. Now, Brandon sent me 600 pages on fritas. Oh, there's wow. too many pages here. By the way, Eric says sometimes that happens. What? That the show only uh, records Sometimes three hours. Yeah. I feel the show is passing us by. In other words, only three hours. Well, that's where it goes. It's the the price is right, Justin. It's free. Take what you can it's get. It's free time. A Cuban hamburger that's served in Florida might look like a hamburger covered with shoestring potatoes, spiced with paprika and onion, and topped with mojito sauce. What's mojito? 
It's uh, garlic and onion and, uh, like, olive oh, I oil. I see. Well, that sounds good. The Cuban hamburger is similar to what's been called a Spanish hamburger or picadillo, although these dishes are served and prepared somewhat differently. Wikipedia, Cuban cuisine. Of note is a sandwich that became popular in the 30s in Cuba, the frita. This is considered to be a Cuban version of the American hamburger, although with significant changes that set it aside. It's prepared with ground beef spiced with paprika and onion. The patties are made small and fried on a griddle. The patty is placed in a small Cuban bread hamburger bun topped with a mojito sauce and freshly prepared shoestring French fries. Sounds good. It does, actually. I don't think I've, I've ever had one. I don't think I've ever seen one. Havana sometime and have one of those. You don't have to go there. Where do, you, where do you go? There are Cuban restaurants in Broward County. I'm sure they have them. Now, what, what's that place in the uh, airport, that chain of Cuban restaurants? I don't know. La Careta? Yeah, they're bad. I beg your pardon? Not good. Go to Las Vegas Cuban restaurants. There's like five or six of them are in Broward County. Are you ripping County. La Careta? Yes. yes. Oh. They blow. Las Vegas Cuban <laughs> cuisine, there's like five or six of them in Broward County. They're great. Every one of them is great. You never have a bad meal there. Picadillo? Is that how you would say that? That's Pic how you would say it, right? Picadillo. Picadillo is a dish mainly consistent in ground beef, sometimes shredded beef or chicken. Typically right. found in Cuba, Mexico, and other Latin American countries. In Mexico, it's sometimes used as a filling, such as for tacos, and can be mixed with vegetables. It can also be prepared as a type of stew. In most other Latin American countries, it consists of a common table from where people pick small pieces of beef or other such foods, such as French fries. The name comes from the Spanish word picar, which means to chop. Chop, chop. Picadillo is a traditional dish in many Latin American country. It goes on with a recipe. Um, bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. These are just recipes. Eight pages of them, but nevertheless. I'll get in the kitchen and start working on it right away while you finish the show. Yeah, right. Here's a bad joke from Frank, Grandma's boyfriend. Probably very, very old. And it'll, it'll kill like 45 seconds. A five-year-old boy went to visit his grandmother one day, playing with his toys in her bedroom while Grandma was dusting. He looked up and said, Grandma, how come you don't have a boyfriend now that Grandpa went to heaven? Grandma replied, Honey, my TV is my boyfriend. I can sit in my bedroom watch it all day long. The religious programs make me feel good. The comedies make me laugh. I'm happy with my TV as my boyfriend, Grandma said. Grandma turned on the TV. The reception was terrible. She started adjusting the knobs, trying to get the picture focused. Frustrated, she started hitting the backside of the TV, hoping to fix the problem. The little boy heard the doorbell ring, so he hurried to open the door, and there stood Grandma's minister. The minister said, Hello, son, is your grandma home? The little boy replied, Yeah, she's in the bedroom banging her boyfriend. The minister fainted. Mm. Weren't we going to proofread these? I did. I told oh. you it was weak. Weak. Look, if somebody's going to make, make the trouble to send the stuff, I'll read it, okay? All right. I didn't say they're always going to be good. In fact, the fact that they're bad makes them camp, you know. They're so bad that they're almost good. Almost being the operative word. They're so bad. Kind of like the footy show. It's so bad that, well... <laughs> According to what I've heard, the rumors I've heard, nothing ain't going to make that good. Oh, Medina with more good news. Obama's inching his way up. This week, he leads by nine points. Keep it coming. Medina. Medina. Medina, Medina. Oh, and there's a real sour picture of uh, Sarah Palin. Wow. With a look, oh, a real Farbison look on her face. Farbison. Economy gives Obama big, clear edge in poll. Oh, I better print this out, huh? Mm -hmm. Somebody might actually care about that. Although they, you know, they probably care more about that joke about grandma. 
banging the TV, banging her boyfriend. What do you think? No. Here's one that says, I love George. He's the juggernaut bitch. I love yeah, George. He's just, bitch. he's just Cuban enough for me. <laughs> George rules. Thanks. I can't he help says, it. We're all a product of our rearing, aren't we? Of your rearing? Yeah, I was reared oh, in the South. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, I'm still sore You've about it. You've been reared? Yeah. Just this morning. Oh, now where's the rest of this story? That's it? That's all it's going to print out? Oh, no, i got to go back to that? Jesus, God Almighty, I guess I'll do it during the break. Now, see, I followed your advice. I highlighted the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. And then you print selection? Oh, no, wait a minute. Yeah, I know how to... Okay. Jesus, will you Check give me a break? Because I'm not there. I can't you? see you what you're doing. Bastard, man. Yeah, well, you're you seeing old fart. I've got to compensate. Well, how am I going to print all this stuff out? I highlighted the whole article, and it printed one page, and then it just stopped. I don't know. Should I try it again? Yeah. Because it doesn't work. See, I've got all that highlighted. Print, selection, print. Okay, now okay. let's see if the whole thing prints or just the first page. I'm telling you, it's only going to be right. the first page. I know this. Now you're seeing all of it, though, when, you, when yes. you're looking at it? All right. Here we go. Here we go. You hear my machine grinding? <laughs> it's grinding. Okay, let's see what happens. Here's, oh, wait a minute. The whole article came through this time, and a second page. All right. All right. And a third page. All right. Economy gives Obama clear edge in pull. I think it's good enough to, to save after the break. We can have a party. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Q-Q-Q. The best talent. It's the DA Show. Weeknights from 8 to 11. Here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Yeah, I'm waiting. The sports leader. Were you fudge packing? Recalled meat has bacteria, throw up or on a fever, with explosive diarrhea, the beef has E. coli. You really should be cautious, you could get very nauseous, the cows are victorious, the beef has E. coli. Uh, eat. Uh, meat. So if you're gonna eat it, in the bowl you will leave it, only getting up to vomit, the beef has E. coli. You know, that guy disappeared from uh, the bits a long time ago, thank God. Yeah. You know the one I mean, the guy that just did that? No. Yeah, you do. You don't recognize well, don't that know voice? His, yeah, but I don't know his name. I'm not... John says, why can't you people get rid of that Spanish crap on your signal? Today it's coming in better than your voice. It's always there and it sucks. Not to mention the noises. Well, we're doing the best we can, okay? Mm -hmm. We can't get rid of it because Fidel cranks those illegal, or uh, Raul cranks those stations up to 80 billion watts. And they don't abide by international broadcast law. And they, like, uh, schmear over on our signal. And, of course, uh, you know, and we're going to do nothing. Are we doing something? If we are, we don't know about it. No. No. Here's the end of that horrible poll. Your favorite adult. Oh, and somebody also says, Uncle Jerry. Too much of this on the emails today. Uncle Jerry says, please leave Bun off the burger poll because it'll win in a landslide. I guess that's what you want. Am I the one that put Bun on the poll? No. Chris? That was George that said Bun. 
So why does he say, I guess that's what you want? The true intent is to find out what is liked best on a hamburger. He's telling me what's, what the intent of the poll is that we're taking. By the way, cheese is in the lead, just to shut that guy up. Bun only has one. I voted for cheese. Bun has one? I voted for cheese. Me too. Two for cheese. Here's the uh, wrap-up on that horrible uh, poll. Your favorite adult entertainment. Sorry, Captain Singh, but the poll sucked. Adult Entertainment Magazine, 726 votes. Oh, and you know what? We're going to get 1,000 if we add the two together. I bet. What do you think, Chris? Yeah. It's well, you don't sound really enthusiastic well, what are you today. About? What else do you want me to say? I can get the, uh, the pom Jump up and down. down. Yeah, t take your clothes off and jump up and down on George's head. No, that's okay. There you go. Don't have one, 373. Playboy, 108. Hustler, 73. Penthouse, 57. Hustler, barely legal, 37. Jugs, 20. Playgirl, you 14. Bound and gagged, 10. High Society, 10. Club, 10. Celebrity Skin, 8. Transformation, 4. And Gents, 2. Bound and gagged. That made me think of a uh, a vision of Mo Howard David bound and gagged oh. with that rubber ball in his mouth. <laughs> and the uh, the lampshade. Yeah, wouldn't that be some? Wouldn't that be a sight for Sir Rod? I can't feel my face. I was so impressed, I switched to Geico and saved over six hundred dollars. I was very happy. Geico, real service, real savings. Am I smiling? I can't tell Steve. <laughs> Those Geico spots—they are the best. Am I right? Yes. Yes, they are. Cheese is winning. You're right. See, I won't eat a burger without cheese. I'll pass. I, I don't care how many wonderful adornments it's got on it. If I don't have the cheese, I'll pass, please. I will, but I'd rather not. What about you, Fat Chris? I prefer uh, to always have it with cheese. You prefer what? I prefer to have it with cheese, though American cheese has no taste. What about Canadian cheddar? Mm. Not sure if I've tried it, but I love cheddar. Mm. Sharp cheddar. What about... Peppercorn shosh. Good. Is Mr. Ego still on the air? Does anybody know? Does anybody care, Mr. Ego? And what about little Brian? Hey, little Brian. You fairy. Adopt some more kids, little Brian, okay? Economy gives Obama clear edge and pull. Turmoil in the financial industry and growing pessimism about the economy have altered the shape of the presidential race, giving Barack Obama the first clear lead of the general election campaign over John McCain, according to the latest Washington Post, ABC News, National Poll. Thanks to um, whoever uh, sent this in. Just 9% of those surveyed rated the economy as good or excellent. First time that number has been in single digits since the days before the 92 election. Just 14% of the country said the, um, said the country is heading in the right direction. A record low, equaling a record low in that question. Polls dating all the way back to 1973 when we had the Arab oil embargo and Jimmy Carter. More, more voters trust Obama to deal with the economy, and he's currently got a big edge as the candidate who's in tune with economic problems Americans now face. He's also got a double-digit advantage of handling current problems on Wall Street, and as a result, there's been a big rise in his overall support. The poll found the, that among likely voters, Obama now leads McCain 52 to 43 percent. Two weeks ago, in the days immediately following the RNC, the race was essentially even, with McCain at 47, 48, and Obama 47. As a point of comparison, neither of the last two Democratic nominees, John Kerry in 2004 or Al Gore in 2000, recorded support about 50% in a pre-election poll by the Post-ABC News, and now Obama's over that mark with 52. 52%. Should be 82%, but nevertheless, a lot of folks are afraid of that dark guy. 
that Muslim with that name Hussein. Mm -hmm. Last week's near meltdown in the financial markets and the subsequent debate in Washington over a proposed government bailout of troubled financial institutions, including Goldman Sachs, by the way, of which Paulson used to be the CEO. That's just a coincidence, you understand. Just like the fact that uh, Halliburton made all that money off the Iraq attack and Cheney was the one who encouraged it. It's that a was just a coincidence. You're being paranoid. Conspiracy yeah. theorist you. Right. Fully 50% called the economy and jobs the single most important issue that will determine their vote, up from 37% just two weeks ago. In contrast, just 9% said to the Iraq war. But voters are cool toward the administration's initial effort to deal with the current crisis. 47% said they approve of the steps taken by the Treasury and the Federal Reserve to stabilize financial markets, while 42% said they disapprove. Two weeks ago, McCain held a substantial advantage among white voters, including newfound strength with white women. In the face of bad economic news, the two candidates now run evenly, right about evenly among white men, and Obama's narrowed the overall gap among white voters to just five percentage points. And let me say it again, these polls do not include people with cell phones only, and as a result, the living and breathing young people under the age of 100 who only have cell phones, they're not included in here, and Obama wins uh, hands down your pants in them. Hey, where are the white women at? They're at Sarah's house. They're making a spaghetti dinner at Sarah's house. We got the new poll up there. Good one. Uh, see, Brandon bailed us out today. Good boy. Nice going, Brandon. 37, and he also said you know nothing about uh, Cuban. No, he didn't oh, say geez. He said you probably never even eat Cuban food. I do. And I said probably only at the relatives. I don't. I eat uh, there and also uh, up the road here. At least once a month. Up the road where? Las Vegas, trying to tell you that. You've been in Las Vegas? How can a slipper like you afford to be in Las Vegas? Free radio trips. I'm talking about the restaurants now. And then where, where is that? They're everywhere in Broward. They're all over it's the a, place. It's a Shane? Uh, it started with one and then they kept expanding, but it's still family owned and operated. I see. And what's what's their speciality? Uh, everything. But I would uh, I would recommend their... Um, their meat? Yeah, their meat. They have a uh, a chicken chunk thing, a chicharrones, which is just uh, phenomenal. Chicharrones? Yeah, cubed chicken breast with uh, onions and garlic and uh, you know drizzled on it. It's just great. The chicken drizzled on it? Well, you you know you drizzle the sauce on it. Oh, I just like I saying drizzle. Manizzle for shizzle. Forty-one votes. No burgers complete without cheese. Fourteen. A bun. Eight. We can take the bun off of there if it'll make uh, that idiot happy. Should we have Eric take bun off? No. Nope. Ketchup, six. Onions, four. Tomatoes, two. I don't eat burgers, one. One each for peppers, pickles, mayonnaise, barbecue sauce, and mayo, and mustard. None for I like it plain. Lettuce, steak sauce, relish, bacon. Oh, relish is on there twice. Honey mustard or salsa. Relish is on there twice, and we don't want to take off bun because George is a hard ass. That's right. And knows nothing about Cuban food. Cheese is winning two to one over bun, 16 to eight. Out of the first 44 vote. Man, I can't believe that you folks can't enjoy one of those great Mickey D's anus burgers with bacon oh, well. and cheese. And the cheese, by the way, is their real good um, cheddar. Good. With bacon and cheddar. In fact, I think that's what they call it. The anus burger with bacon and cheddar. And if they ever had it by you, it would be famous, anus. Ooh. Do they bad. still make those those cookies? You can't, as eat, far you as can't I know. eat only a hundred. Famous well, anus. You. Oh, those are you don't like famous anus cookies? Of course cookies? I do, but I'm not oh. a degenerate like you are. 
a sugar crispy addict. Cream. You can't eat only six. I, I am a sugar addict. Everybody's got everybody's got their drug, right? And there are those people like me who are addicted to sugar who would say, "Oh no, I, I can't. I have got uh, these drug addicts. They're you know, I, I I don't like it, but I understand it because an addiction is a horrendous thing. It's bad. For example, today at two o'clock, guess guess where I'm going to be going? Biggest names, the best talent. How many guesses do you want? Rogers. I don't know. What Five sixty QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names, the best talent. It's the Big O, Orlando Altagheri. Afternoon, two to four. Sports Radio Five Sixty QAM. The sports yeah. leader. Oh, thanks so much. Get the honey, Junior. <laughs> Sixty WQAM. Jimmy B, who's obviously a little on the naive side and also wastes a lot of time. Why would anybody watch Glenn Beck? Rhymes with Dreck. Glenn Beck up. said last night on a show that Sarah Palin is impressed and passed the test of asking questions to two world leaders at the UN. He said this should shut off the Democrats as to her credibility to work uh, uh, to uh, something on foreign affairs. She must be a genius. Also, this was the first time the media was denied access to tape it or ask her any questions. Sounds like the future debate coming up. Communista, says uh, Jimmy B. Communista, communista. Now, here's one from Alex, who knows his crap. Alex says the Cuban hamburger called a frita is actually seasoned ground beef mixed with ground Spanish chorizo sausage and thin French fries in a small bun the size of a White Castle slider. You can get it with or without cheese. The best place to get one is at El Rey de las Fritas on Southwest 18th Street and 18th Avenue in Little Havana. El Rey de las Fritas. May you, George, and Pat Chris enjoy bountiful and pleasant choices for years to come. Regards, Alex, a.k.a. Grease. Maybe he put grease in the sliders. Could be. Now, whatever happened with Wayne Arnold? Did we find out if he's actually no. open again yet? No, we haven't. What? We haven't found out. Oh. Maybe he'll send us an email. Maybe. Then maybe he will. <laughs> well, what happened with that? Oh, I chopped it off. Did you? Wait till you hear this. Even almost almost as important breaking news. Forget about that damn uh, seven hundred billion dollar bailout. Forget about uh, the world is coming to an end. Oh, that's right. Breaking news. Even more important than uh, what's his name. 
Chris, uh, Clay Aiken came out of the closet. Fat Chris came out of the closet. New DVDs, The Godfather, The Coppola Restoration. You ready for this? All right. Many of Francis Ford Coppola's films, including recent Youth Without Youth, have been haunted by the passing of time and an acute awareness of its destructive handiwork, the sense that once a treasured moment's been lost, nothing can be done to recover it. But now a piece of Mr. Coppola's own youth, which also happens to be one of the greatest works in American film, has been recovered and, and spectacularly so. Yesterday, Paramount Home Entertainment issued the three films that make up Mr. Coppola's Godfather saga, miraculously rejuvenated by a team of digital restoration experts under the supervision of the film preservationist Robert A. Harris. Offered both in high-definition Blu-ray and standard DVD editions, Mr. Coppola's three films seem to have reclaimed the golden glow of their original theatrical screenings, a glow that's been dimmed and all but extinguished over the years through a series of disappointing home video editions. Most of Mr. Harris's work has gone to the first and second films of the trilogy. The later and less well-received third installment, 1990, didn't need as much effort, having been shot on a newer generation of film stock and never subjected to the abuse that nearly destroyed parts one and two. By all accounts, the original negatives of the first two films were so torn up and dirty they could no longer be run through standard film lab printing equipment, and so the only option became a digital rather than a photochemical restoration. Are you following all of this? Nope. The final product, which the studio is calling The Godfather, the Coppola Restoration, combines bits and pieces of film recovered from innumerable sources, scanned at high resolution, and then retouched frame by frame to remove dirt and scratches. The color was brought back to its original values by comparing it with first-generation release prints and by extensive consultation with Gordon Willis, who shot all three films, and Alan Devu, a cinematographer who did E.T., who's also a leading historian of photographic technology. The tight grain of the image, so important a component of Mr. Willis's original low-life photography, has returned to a particularly spectacular effect in the four-disc Blu-ray edition. The effect is not unlike that of a pristine 35-millimeter print projected in perfect focus, a rare enough phenomenon in a movie theater, and until quite recently inconceivable in the living room. I guess i got to go out and buy me a Blu-ray DVD. I reckon. You think? You ought to. You seen one? Nope. How about you, Fat Chris? No. You haven't seen a Blu-ray uh, disc? No, I've never watched them. On a nice big screen TV? 1080, of course. I don't yeah. have that kind of money. Nope. I didn't ask you, did you own one? I asked you, have you seen My it? My friends don't have that kind of money yet either. Well, what kind of deadbeats you hang out with? Birds yeah. of a feather. Mm -hmm, exactly. Slum together. The Godfather films remain the 20th century's answer to Shakespeare's plays of royal succession with a twist that here Prince Hal grows up not into Henry V, but Richard III. Al Pacino's performance as Michael Corleone, the introverted youngest son of a wise and ruthless monarch, remains a model of modulation. What, what does that mean? I don't know. Is that some kind of a sued expression? Sounds this like movie sued review talk. New yeah. York Times, yeah. New York Times, pseudo-intellectual caca. The shape of his face, the set of his eyes, the weight of his body all seem to evolve imperceptibly, at least until the aggressive intervention of makeup in part three. A puppyish kid who might have been played by Dustin Hoffman in his graduate period becomes a figure of immense gravity and chilling emotional reserve, a portrait worthy of Walter Houston or Max von Sydow. Wow, there's Max von Sydow. Wasn't I just talking about him the other day? Yes, you were. There is only one. Yeah. Watch. I'm, I'm just, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just pausing there for dramatic effect. 
is so great. And that's another one. I've got the, the reshot version of that where she's got like the real pea soup, you know? Yeah. And she spits it all over the place. Watching the first film, you're struck again by how little screen time Marlon Brando actually occupies. Most of his work is done in the 20-minute opening sequence as the Godfather sits in his study, receiving supplicants on the day of his daughter's wedding. This is a piece of superbly efficient expository writing set, uh, setting out in, in a, <laughs> this, this is incredible, setting out an exotic milieu describing its rules and moral configuration and establishing what? the larger-than-life figure who presides over and protects it. This is just amazing pseudo-intellectual claptrap setting out an exotic milieu. I believe in America. And, of course, the opening scene is like shot in black. You think you've gone blind when you're trying to watch that opening scene. Mm -hmm. And Brando plays it like the master he was, balancing just enough exaggeration, the cotton stuffed cheeks, the asthmatic voice, and pure behavioral naturalism, the eyes that go blank when he's bored or distracted, to create a figure that both belongs to this world and is too big for it. Boy, this is great stuff. After that sequence, his work is effectively done, and the character can recede into the background of the action. He spends much of the rest of the movie recovering from an assassination attempt without surrendering his dominant presence. Like another venerated American epic, Gone with the Wind, the first Godfather film is essentially a study in vanishing feudalism. The old aristocratic masters who made their empires out of sweat and blood are fading into the background to be replaced by the middle-class mercantile interest represented in Gone with the Wind, by the blockade runner Rhett Butler, and in the first Godfather by the drug-dealing upstart Soluzzo. I'll take care of Luca. Isn't that what he says? Let me worry about Luca. Oh, we also got... Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. I, I still can't believe that you kept telling me that that was Tessio. Yeah. Can you believe it, Chris? Uh-huh. Oh, I got uh, a little... I got a little Solozzo. He's still alive. Not Solozzo. They hit him with five shots and he's still alive. Well, that's bad luck for me, and bad luck for you if you don't make that deal. Now, wasn't it when he said, let me worry about Luca, that he put his, his alligator teeth over his bottom lip? Yeah, and he did a jaw thing there. Yeah, he did a thing with a jaw. Solazzo. Hey, I got, I got a great restaurant recommendation for Solazzo. Try the veal, it's the best in the city, and McCloskey. You know, do you have any idea what a great actor Sterling Hayden was? He should have been on our poll yesterday about the underrated actors. Right. Sterling Hayden. Back like in the 50s and maybe the late 40s, he was in everything. Mm-hmm. You, you name a movie, and he was in it. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the big dog, Joe Rose. Weekday morning, 7 to 10. Where, where South Florida sports always matters. Always matters. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station.
60 WQAM. How's that new poll coming? 101 votes on there. Now, what do we have on the original one? Fatso? 740 or something? 728. So we got uh, 829. Oh, yeah, we're going to get 1,000 combined today. You'll see. And won't you be proud? Won't you, wa- won't you waddle out of that building with a big smirk on your face? I'll, I'll be so proud. Won't you waddle through the hallway saying, oh, look what we did today. Ho, 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 look what I did. No, I don't waddle. No burgers complete without cheese, 37, a bun, 17, onions, 13, ketchup, 12, I don't eat burgers, 5, mouse turd, 4, tomatoes, 3, pickles, 3, special orders don't upset us, hold the pickles and the lettuce, slap some mayo on it, uh, pickles, 3, bacon, 2, peppers, 1, steak sauce, 1, shrooms, 1, barbecue sauce, 1, mayo, 1, I like it plain, none, none for lettuce, none for relish, none for honey mustard, none for salsa. I think relish is underrated. Don't mm. you? No. No? It's sweet. Sweet relish. Mm. Sweet. So I gotta, no. I, although I do like uh, relish more on a hot dog than on a burger. Still, I don't like uh, sweet on meat. We don't have horseradish on here. Horseradish? I'm sure someone does that. On a burger? Yeah, why not? Who does that? Some kind of like an old Russian Jew puts horseradish on I have on no it? idea. I'm sure someone you're, does. You're that. a crazy person. Okay. Horseradish my ass. No, thank Ooh, you. I'll go get the spoon. Talk about the old Mickey D. Anus burger. Isn't that a shame that uh, you guys don't have it? Uh, medium. I guess maybe if I'd had it, I'd know what I was missing, and then it would be a shame. Well, take my word for it. You know I know my food, okay? Yeah. It's great. All right. Puts the Big Mac to shame, puts any of those other, the quarter bounder, all that other. Uh, it puts all the garbage to shame. It's really great. It's like, it's got like a- a- anus beef. And it's popular as hell here, man. You get in line at Mickey D's and like everybody and their brother is ordering you either the one with bacon and cheese or without or with this, with that, uh, the anus burger. Anus is really popular. Rectum. Here. Is it? David said, can you guys please try to offer more Neal deals in the South Miami, Coral Gables, Coconut Grove, or Kendall area? It seems like 90% of your deals are in Broward. Love the show. Well, guess what, David? Yes, we'll try. I forwarded that to Duff, but uh, he's wrong. For a while there, that's all we had were uh, Gables and Miami and things uh, like that. Are you picking on David You must now? have missed them. Sure, why not? Yeah, you missed the good stuff. We had all kinds of great stuff on there, David, and you, you got screwed. Well, we'll, we'll go back. Oh, God, Brandon's not satisfied with this new uh, Godfather thing. He, wa- he wants the one with all the, um, all the outtakes, all the footage that was left out. Well, anyway, let- let's get back to that before I go to this uh, Richard Goldman uh, email. 
Part two yeah. takes place in a more modern world where capitalism is king, and it's difficult to tell where gangsterism leaves off and normal business procedures begin. Kind of like what's happening on Wall Street right now and with the banks. The action, and speaking of that, FBI is probing bailout firms. Investigators start a search for fraud at Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Lehman Brothers, and AIG. When in doubt, bail the big boys out. Little guys, screw them. You know, that, that's the American F and win. That's especially the Republican way. You little guy, screw you. You one of our big money friends, hey, we'll bail you out. Well, let the taxpayers bail your ass out. And will not or cannot, cannot act. We will take out high-level terrorist targets like bin Laden, even if we have them over the objection of others, if we have them in our sights. And ladies and gentlemen, Barack Obama has been absolutely clear. That's Joe Biden getting all whipped up. You tell him, Joe. I mean, he's no Sarah Palin, thank God. The action shifts to a global scale as the Corleones conquer Nevada and very nearly Cuba and Mr. Coppola rises to the occasion with a sense of physical scale and epic conflict that no amount of computer-generated imagery enhancement has yet been able to reproduce. What, what does that mean? I give up. At the center of it all, of course, remains the family drama. In an increasingly rootless country, American audiences envied the Corleones for their powerful sense of ethnic and family identity, the privilege of belonging to an extended self-reliant and self-protecting group. They were having a group grope. At the same time, the family itself is a constant source of anguish, shot through by betrayal, suspicions, and carefully erected barriers. Who can forget the doors that slowly close on Diane Keaton's K at the climaxes of parts one and two? Michael can protect his family only by destroying it. Just this one time. I'll let you ask me about my monkey business. Eighteen years after the sting of disappointment has passed, Part 3 no longer seems the total disaster it once did, but the grandeur of the first two films has slipped irretrievably away. By this point in his career, Mr. Pacino would become a very different actor, trading stealth and retention for actorly tricks, the staggering old man's gait, the sudden explosions of vein-popping rage. The intrigue is now in international. The plot draws on the scandal surrounding the Vatican Bank at the time, but somehow seems smaller than what has come before more of a screenwriter's conceit than a peek behind the curtain of power. But as Michael becomes weaker, his sister Connie, whose wedding opened the first film, has evolved into a figure out of a Greek tragedy or Italian opera, a Medea or a Medici. Played by Talia Shire, Mr. Coppola's sister Connie seems to possess the calm, dark resolve that has abandoned her increasingly sentimental brother, a godmother who almost seems capable of carrying the plot dynamics to a fourth, more satisfying final installment. Hey, how's that sound? Good. Yeah. The Godmother with Talia Shire. Then they and should maybe fear a her. Maybe appearance by Rocky. What? Then they can fear her. Yeah. Maybe they should fear you, bitch. So there you go. It's uh, whatever for you people who just can't get enough. I've had enough. In fact, let me scour my cable channels right now to see if maybe it's on there. Uh, any any time, morning, noon, and night, you can go to your cable channels, and there's at least one Godfather. Oh, abducted Fuji. Axe. Abducted Fugitive for Love. Now, what's the movie I'm supposed to watch with Leo and Matt Damon? The um, Departed. Yes. The Departed. A Mighty Heart, American Venus, The Boss of It All, Babel, The Hunt for a Red October, it just ended, Courage to Love, Georgia Rule, A Mighty Heart, Blue Murder, 
Outer Limits, Nash Bridges, Boston Legal. Well, that's a stupid show. Classic commercials. Oh. Who is this? Folgers Coffee? Yeah. Folgers is different. They blend it special. And see, Folgers is Mountain Grown Coffee. Mountain Grown? Oh, it's that's Mrs. Whatever her name is on the Folgers spot. You try it. I will. Honey, this coffee is the greatest. You've been taking coffee-making lessons. The lesson I learned is Folgers. Try Folgers, the mountain-grown coffee. Mountain-grown for better flavor. Chinese fortune cookies, Chinese laundries, Chinese lanterns. But Chinese jello. Back to present ancient Chinese pantomime, just for fun of it, jello tonight. Back to present small Chinese Thai baby waiting for dessert. Chinese mother bling baby jello, famous Western delicacy. Poor Chinese baby. He unable to tell if this jello is strawberry, raspberry, jelly, orange, lemon, lime, apple, black raspberry, black jelly, or grape. Jello come in all ten flavors. Poor Chinese baby. But Chinese mother bling baby. The jello with chopsticks, by the way. Invention. Spoon. Spoon was invented for eating jello. Baby fine, this is grape jello. Deep, dark, delicious new flavor. Chinese baby, belly. That's my favorite flavor, by the way, since we're taking silly foodie type polls. Grape. Oh, I love grape. Like, you know, like popsicles or mm -hmm. Kool Aid, stuff like that. I... Let's all drink the Kool Aid. What do you say? Richard in Coral Springs thinks that people are drinking the Kool-Aid. He says, has it really come to this? Has P.T. Barnum been correct all along with a sucker is born every minute? Absolutely. Can the dumbing down of America be this complete? In the single most important presidential election of our times, the mere fact that John McCain is either leading tied or close in the polls with Obama is incredulous and astounding at best. He's dropping like a rock, Richard. He's nine points down now, McCain. And dropping fast. And in the, I got the thing about the polls of the battlefronts, uh, battleground states. Mm -hmm. In my big pile here. Obama's ahead in Colorado, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida by two points. Obama's ahead. So just relax, Richard. The tide is turning. People are finally starting to get desperate and wake up and they're sniffing it. Can people really be like lambs led to the slaughter to support a ticket that includes a Bush clone and a so-called hockey mommy who wants Roe v. Wade abolished is against abortion even in cases of incest and rape who is neolithic in her beliefs about a woman and a woman's right, claims that homosexuality can be cured by prayer and thinks she's qualified to deal with the Russians due to the single fact that she can allegedly see them out of her back door. It's not the back door, Richard. It's off her porch. She sits on her porch and she waves to the Ruskies in Siberia, which would be a good place for her, by the way. The biggest names, the best talent. Right. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Lauderdale. This is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. The Middle Eastern world will be exploded. Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's growing. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. 
10,000 people killed are now forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden. But no one seems concerned, all comfy and complacent. Believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. civil rights is the price that we're paying we're all suspects now nazi ashcroft is saying i have nothing to hide table talkers all are saying blind obedient cattle don't have any reservation about unprovoked battle and world annihilation old regimes must fall and have a virgin installed with no objection at all democrats don't have the balls and the Right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed heads. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. I'm dying, I'm dying out of here. By the way, did you uh, confabulate with the chicken act and find out where his disc is from yesterday? That didn't show no. Well, why not? You check the box. You better get in that little box with chicken I can find out where that uh, FedEx is, okay? Because otherwise, tomorrow and Friday, I might just uh, call in sick. 1203 at 560 WQM. Let's uh, take a look at that schedule for the next uh, couple hours. Big O from 2 to 4, then the Mad Dog at uh, somewhere in the studio. Oh, no, he's not here today. Oh, no. Yoldi, the Squeakmeister. We won a game, the Dolphins. And the hockey season's, uh, the Panthers won an exhibitionist game. They beat Calgary 3-2. to two. Any interest? No. Florida Panthers, baby, and that uh, bonehead coach, that frog, Jack Martin. Bonehead. Mike in Boca says, I had a comment from my Republican father the other day. He said that if Obama is not elected, that the dark-complected folks will ride in the streets. He promised that he and my mother will not be able to leave the house. Well, that couldn't be a bad thing, Mike. That was the first I heard, but knew it was only a matter of time to state the obvious, instilling fear and intimidation in an attempt to steal the third consecutive election. When asked where he heard that, he wouldn't say, I suggested pill-popping, lard-ass Limbaugh. May the good Lord help us all. P.S. The governor from Alaska can suck it, says Mike. I'm sure she has. So, um, Still is, yes. Boker says, according to FedEx, it was delivered... Uh, Not yesterday. Delivered. It might be there, so... It was delivered when? Maybe this morning? Maybe. Okay, it's probably downstairs right now. So I'll see you. Bye. Well, what do you think? Should I go down and get it? No. no. I'm playing oldies today. Okay. It'll be something to look forward to for tomorrow. Danny says, Dog excrement used to be merely a nuisance to pedestrians, but in Rome, now it could be used as evidence against pet owners and may lead to fines. A town in northern Italy plans to create a DNA database of all registered dogs and then test drop um, the stuff that's left on pavement. Oh, Betty Smith wants to sell me Viagra. Get lost, Betty, on my BlackBerry. Bitch. 
then test drop uh, the uh, droopings left on pavements and in parks to identify the culprit and find owners who fail to clean up after their pets. La Stampa Daily reported yesterday. If signs and invitations aren't enough, we'll try genetics. I want a clean city. Antonio Principe, counselor in charge of the environment in Vercelli, a town of some 45,000 inhabitants near Torino, said in the paper. DNA tests would cost around 13 euros, which would be more than covered by fines. Well, let's see, a buck 40 times 13 is what? Not, I know you're not asking me. Oh. It didn't estimate the cost of creating a database. The Israeli town of Petah Tikva launched a similar six-month trial program earlier this month. Which dog owners? What? 1820. What? 13 euros? Oh, uh, yeah. It's a buck 40 or something. Buck and a half. Well, I did the 140 times 13. I count to $18.20 or whatever. The Israeli town of Petah Tikva launched a similar six-month trial program earlier this month in which dog owners were asked to take their animals to a municipal veterinarian who then swabs its mouth and collects DNA so that if they find their duty all over the place, then they're going to take DNA and come and take you away. Don't mess with the dog. I mean, the dog's just doing its duty, you know. Arr, 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 arr. Ray says, oh, oh, Ray. First, see, if he would have left off the first, it would have been fine. He's got a poll suggestion, which is okay. But the first part, first, please add to today's poll several toppings. Sometimes one just won't do it. See, these people, so many of them, they don't understand. It's like when we ask them who's the greatest actor or actress, and they give us a list of 50 people. Right. There can't be 50 greatest hamburgers, 50 greatest actors, 50 greatest uh, Punjabi, whatever, you know? God, no burger is complete without blank, meaning one of these things. You have to pick one. you got two nostrils. You have to pick one. Don't make me choose. Well, then use both hands. you got to admit, it's pretty distasteful watching somebody pick their nose. Oh, yeah. And I, I try to make sure that nobody is looking at me when I pick my nose. I wonder mm -hmm. if the queen picks her nose. Yeah, I remember the queen at a uh, tennis tournament many years ago at Wimbledon, I guess, was picking her nose. And Bud Collins, the uh, tennis announcer, said, great forehand. Yeah. He, re he really did. It was, it was a good line. As we saw the queen picking her nose. Her, the royal, she was picking royal snot out of the royal nose. Hmm. Not that she's uppity or anything like that. I, I guarantee you that when she has wild diarrhea, man, it stinks like the end of the world. 154 votes on the poll. No burgers complete without cheese, 47. Now we're talking. Bun, 29. Ketchup, 22. Onions, 18. I don't eat burgers, 7. Too bad. They're good. Tomatoes, 7. Mustard, 6. Pickles, 4. Shrooms, 3. Oh, that Hardy's shroom burger. God, it's to die for. And I think they use Swiss cheese and, and shrooms on the... Uh... Yes. Am I right? Yes. Mmm. Hardy's, too good for South Florida. Bacon, 3. Steak sauce, 2. Mayo, 2. Peppers, 1. Lettuce one. I could live without the lettuce. Barbecue sauce one. Relish finally got one. I still say relish is underrated. It's good stuff. It's good crap. 
None, for I like it plain, honey mouse turd, or salsa. Now, one thing about, maybe not with Cubans, but I noticed that Mexicans, they want, they want salsa, they want hot sauce on everything. Even on pizza, they smear hot sauce. All for me! <laughs> even on pizza. And then Ray says, even though I know it's going to kill me, I just can't stay away from blank. Poll suggestion. Ice cream, bacon, cheeseburgers, pizza, prostitutes, the track, cocaine, mm-hmm. fast food, yeah. fried anything, spicy food, or my wife's sister. Oh, I was going to say that chick. You know, that could be anybody. No. Even though you know it's going to kill you. Right. My wife doesn't have a sister. And if she did? Then that chick. Oh, then your wife's sister. Right. Here's one that says, don't know if you've looked at HD DVD players. No, I have not. I'm not looking to be spending any more money, okay? I'm going to go to Woodbine today. Maybe I'll make a few hundred and I can go out and buy me a, um, a, a Bluetooth. Or just a new set of tooths. Isn't that amazing? I still got all my own teeth. My mother was 91. She had mostly her own teeth. She had, Good. what do they call a bridge? Yeah. A bridge. You know what is a bridge? Yep. She had one of those. But but other than that, she had her own teeth, 91. And you know what? Yeah, it was old enough. No, she's still dead. I, I, I hate to admit this because it makes me sound like a sentimental old fool. It takes the hard edge off of my hard-ass image. Every now and then, I I miss her for like a minute. You know what I mean? In other words, there's something I'd like to tell her. <laughs> Not what you're thinking. You know, in other words, something I would like to share with her. And then I think, nah, that's okay. Don't you think 91 in, in pretty damn good health until the very end? Don't you think that's... Uh... I'll take it. Yeah, me too. Although I think I'm going to be dead pretty soon. I, I'm just going to keep saying that every day. Why not? My mom has all my life. Oh, yeah. Well, my, my I'm going to be dead soon. I think I'm on the way out. She said that for yeah. 20 years. I think I'm on the way I'd out. I always say, not soon enough, And Ma. then on the, day, on the day she died, which was her birthday, and I called her that morning, and she also said, I think I'm on the way out, which goes to show you, like I said the other day, if you throw enough crap up in the air, some of it eventually will stick. She was right, finally. I think I'm on the way out, Nels. Well, have a good rest, Ma. Anyway, when you do look at HD DVD players, it says you might want to look at the PlayStation 3. It plays HD DVDs for around 400 bucks. It's the cheapest I've seen. Picture quality is amazing on my 50-inch Sony Grand Vega using HDMI cable. Why do I want a PlayStation 3? Uh, you, you don't. Know. And plus, if it's HD DVD, that's the no longer the main format. Bluetooth. Blu-ray. Blu-ray, Bluetooth. Blu-ray, that's what i got to go out. And I'm going to this week, maybe this weekend, I'll go out and give me a Blu-ray. Now, is it going to be easy to hook that baby up, or am I going to have to put, like, all new cables and pots gear on? I don't want to mess with my beautiful Samsung 46-inch, which is not making those groaning sounds anymore, thank God. It was just a once-in-a-lifetime thing, man. Oh, well, you got that groaning sound, yeah. You got you it? You do, too. I do? Sure. Under what, groan? Groan. Oh. There it is. Wow. Up until this moment, I never knew that. Till this very moment. I thought it was Bazzini. Or no, I thought it was, what's his name? Tataglia. Tataglia is a pimp. That's right. It was Bazzini, Bazzini all along. along. 
Orzini was played by um, Richard Conte. Correct. Another great actor. Correct. Wasn't he like, he was in like... Um, Stuff. No, but like all those Roman gladiator movies. You know, was like, he? Uh, yeah. Richard Conte. Like, like with Peter Ustinov. Remember Peter Ustinov? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he's still dead. He was a Russian Jew, by the way, Peter Ustinov. Do you know that? 1213 at 560 WQM. Neil's half-price deals are the hit of the town, and this week, no exception. Starting tomorrow, you can buy $50 certificates for 25 bucks to the brand-new Paisons Restaurant and Bar in Coral Springs, formerly Onyx. Paisons is now doing their grand opening, and to rave reviews, including from George and Chris, who had a great meal there last night. They ate free. But anyway... They offer great dining value with sensational food. Paisons features only Harris Ranch organic beef. Try their 8-ounce filet. It is tender and out of this world. Or their 14-ounce ribeye marinated in garlic, black pe uh, peppercorn, and oil. What did I say? Almost said it. Their specialty is the prime rib, the Big Al Cut, a full 16 ounces, slow roasted for six hours, and perfect every time. Seafood lovers feast on their fabulous fresh catch items like cedar plank smoked salmon or sea bass wellington. The all-new Paisons Restaurant and Bar, formerly Onyx at 3111 North University Drive, just a block south of Sample Road in Coral Springs. I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. Call for reservations, 954-510-7400. And now, thanks to me, tomorrow you can buy $50 certificates at half price, just 25 bucks. our way of saying thanks to you. The store opens at noon tomorrow on WQAM.com. <laughs> The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog. Jim Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil. God? Oh, God, don't go in there. Oh, you hear my stomach bubbling? Oh, it's bubbling. Late one night, when they saw the sign on the fast food line, they pulled in and gave their order to the girl. And the next thing you know, they started to hurl. And Taco Bell. Their stomach started to blow. In Taco Bell. A burning inside their throat. It had a smell. That's when they started to blow. Not feeling well. From the bean burrito. It must have been the curse of the quesadilla. It's causing all of this diarrhea. But none of the sick are going to die. They've just got a bad case of E. coli. From Taco Bell. Their stomach started to blow. In Taco Bell. A burning inside their throat. It had a smell. That's when they started to blow. Not feeling well. From the bean burrito. Should have skipped the damn chalupa. You might not have made but super. Next time you pass the sign, say no. Even though it's grilled, so it's good to go. Lots of people got sick and wished that they owned a gun so they could hunt down the people who think outside the bun. The pain from the cramps they felt deep in their gut. So next time they'll just go to Pizza Hut. Now Taco Bell. Their stomach started to blow. <laughs> a burning inside their throat. It had a smell. That's when they started to blow. Not feeling well. From the bean burrito. From Taco Bell. What's that new uh, super hot taco, taco that they're peddling? Have you seen that? No. You haven't seen that taco or something? Yeah, the jalapeno uh, taco that's supposed to be. And they got like a volcano cheese, they call it, that they smear on it. it. It looks and sounds really good. 
You haven't seen that commercial? Boy, you don't watch enough TV, man. Not as much as I used to, no. And the guy says, uh, did you eat my taco, my volcano taco? Uh, and the other guy, he's got, like, steam coming out of his ears and out of his mouth, and he's foaming and like, uh, yeah. no, I didn't eat it. Missed it. You'll see it. Wait till you hear this email from Paul. Paul's a good guy, but he's a little bit slow. Subject, underrated actors. Sent at 12.04 p.m. this afternoon. Sorry I'm late to the party. I didn't see the Polar Ritz results, but was William Holden on the list? Always liked him, solid actor. I love William Holden, but I don't think he was underrated. Do you think he was underrated? I don't. I thought it was huge. I think William Holden was rated as one of the great actors of uh, his time. Indeed. And one of the great <laughs> drinkers of his time, too. He was great. Especially in Network. I mean, sure, he was in a lot of other great movies, especially when he was younger. He was a good-looking guy when he was young. I told you that once before. Back in the 40s when he was only 100. You have but he was a great actor. Leave him on. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Leave him on. And the, the opening scene, I, I'm just obsessed. Just like as much as I love The Godfather, Network to me is like just, it just it's so much more significant being in this horseball business that we, that we used to be in. Remember we used to be in radio? No. Oh, a long, a long time, time ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. It's long ago and far away. And it's like these morons, these two nitwit twins. Haven't got any emails from them today, thank you, so I won't mention their name. You know the ones? Yes, I do. Oh, we bring you ratings. No, what you bring us is heartburn, and what you've been attempting to do for the last year or two years is destroy the show. And the, sa the, the tragedy of that is that management has sat back and offering these lame excuses like that email from Joyce yesterday. Oh, well, I spoke with 75 other uh, legal beagles for, uh, blow it out your ass, honey, you idiot, you quizzling, you simpleton, and your partners in crime there, Jolly Joe Bell, and Clarence. Now, now, let, let me ask you this. Since they have all these meetings in that building, they're, they're always always having a meeting to set up the schedule for the next meeting. Right. When, they, when is somebody at the meeting going to say, are you going to do something about those rejoins to standardize them so the talent's going to know when the break is over? You know that that is never discussed. Well, when, when are you going to uh, broach that? Uh, breach, uh, breach I, it, I'm broach not. It. I gave up a long time ago. No, I'm you need to. You listen, need to go no, to no, Clarence no, right no, now no, and no. take a big listen, dump on his desk and shove I'm it in and smear it all joke. over his head. I'm a walking joke as it is. Whenever I bring up anything well, radio okay, how about Fat, fat Chris? You've oh, got yeah, the balls. You can have fun with that. Why don't you go in there and tell Clarence, give him what for, and say, the old man is bitching about these inconsistent rejoins, and nobody knows, uh, you know, first of all, that whole thing, the sports leader, it sucked in the first place. Just get rid of it altogether. Get rid of it. The sports leader, my ass. Well, we're building a wall of football. Yeah, right. I hope it falls on your ass, the wall. I hope it comes crumbling down, just like the walls of Jericho, right on Jolly Joe's fat ass. What are you going to do about it, Chris? Now, now, let me ask you, are these in, like, rotation, these rejoins, or don't you have control over which one you play? No, uh, with this new thing, it's just a cart, and they all play over and over and over. It's a cart? Yes. A digital cart. You know, like the DCS, you can have multiple tracks on one uh So, in other words, you have slot. no control which one is going to pop up Correct. Next. No. On the, well, that sucks. On the previous AV, I could. Mm-hmm. But not on this one. So we're at the mercy of a new faulty piece of equipment. Well, it's not really faulty in any way. Sure it is. So. For our purposes, it is. Well, that's not the equipment's fault. That's it, the, it would uh... be like if I pressed a button on DCS, for, for example, for a uh, for an OutQ. And then anyone uh, just to have what happened to pop up. Like... Get your 
like Fixed that. with Neil Rogers. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. And that's even legal ID, too. I, I think we ought to go back to some of those. Your team, your station. Oh, right. Miami Dolphins football. Yeah. I'm going to start using that one. I don't think we can use that voice is what it is, I think. We can't? I don't know. They, they've well, who, changed so many times, I don't remember anymore. Biggest names. The best talent. Oh, I see. We got, we got the cheapo twins on that one. Oh, we can't use that guy's voice. I think that's Because then we'd have to pay him money for it. We don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to pay nobody no money. We don't want to. Even though it might make, make the station sound a little bit better. Oh, I think he's, he's on one of them, isn't he? The real dramatic rejoin there, and then all of a sudden mm. there's no the sports leader. I, I think so. Anyway, tell Clarence that that sucks. It sucks. Clarence, you suck. Well, Jim he, and Tallahassee, what? I was going to say, their, uh, their point of view is there's only one show that that like, you know, messes with, and so they're not going to worry about it, basically. What do you mean by that? Well, the other shows, the producer does everything. Like, you play... You know, the coming back bit, but in the other shows, it's the producer that plays the rejoiner and then music or a drop or something like that, and then they tell the host to talk, so. They tell the host to talk. Yep. They have to tell the host to talk. Well, you know, when to talk or whatever, they put his mic on, whereas with you, you, you pick it up from the rejoiner and then play the bit, and then, you know, you start talking, so. I think I'm surrounded by a bunch of non radio people. I could be wrong about that. <laughs> Am I wrong about that, George? Nope. We're surrounded by a bunch of amateurs. Biggest names. The best talent. Wannabes. Amateur implies that, uh, that they want to be. The oh. sports leader. The biggest name. The best talent. It's the DA Show. Weeknights from 8 to 11. Here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Yeah. The sports leader. Sports Queer Radio is what the Q's for in QAM. Absolutely. He lives on Queer Street, lingers round on Queer Street. He has a house and garden. I would love to see what happens. Him look real funky. He has a whiz whiz and knows what to do. He wants me and he wants you. He lives on Queer Street. You fairy. Near a store where all the creatures meet. He likes it just fine. Oh, 
Where'd they go? They're picking on poor Clay Aiken again, okay? Clay is out. Clay is out. Was there any doubt? No. No. That's like saying the sun is shining somewhere. It's shining here. It's beautiful. Aren't you jealous? No. no. 12.32 at 560 WKM. We're going to have one fewer employee, one less, tomorrow. Wait. You want to know why? Why? Well, what's up with George? Is he right crawling under the why? table? Are you puking your guts out? Are you yeah, that's head? what I'm doing. Are you doing a, um, uh, what, what was his name? All of these things. Mike Disney? No. Yeah, Mike Disney used to puke in a wastebasket. Linda Blair? Your, your uh, board op. Oh, Carlos. Carlos. Freaky. Oh, nah. Nah, not Freaky Carlos, that one. Anyway, Flea sends me this email. Says, I'll do it. I'll bring up rejoins at a meeting tomorrow morning. <laughs> Thank you, Flea, but you're done. You're out. And the funny part of it is Flea replaced Miguel, didn't he? Yes. Eventually. I warned him. Yeah, once they know that you're really on our side. Right. A lot of similarities out. there. You know, working yeah. on the show, volunteering with for That's no extra right. pay to work you're on out, the show. Flea. And the last thing that Miguel did, uh, his last act was to bring our name up, the show's name up, uh, you know. In a meeting. In a meeting. And they said, bye-bye, Miguelito. <laughs> so long. Don't come back. Yeah, that was a fat-ass Joe Bell. Bastard. Oh, God. And yeah, that was one of his first acts was to blow out Miguel. Am I right? I think so. Here's a, a poll suggestion from Joe, who was the best sportscaster of all time. And he's got a list of ten. Mel Allen, Ernie Harwell, Keith Jackson, Harry Carey, John Madden. John Madden. See, we're going to have to re do play-by-play -play people, not color people. Best play-by-play -play sportscaster. Okay? Play-by-play. Got it? Got it. Um, Mike Lang. Don, see, Don Cherry is not a play-by-play uh, -play and not a sportscaster either. He's a commentator. Uh, Marv Albert. Howard Cosell, who also was not a play-by-play. -play, Kurt Gowdy. And whatever other, uh, yeah. Okay, I can add another hundred names to that. That's not bad. We've done it before a long time ago. Long ago. Not long enough, though. Let's do it again in about ten years. Thanks, Joe. I like that one. Maybe we'll do that for Friday. Now, how many votes we got, uh, Tubby? We had seven-something on the first one, right? 225 now and 728. Oh, my God. 953? Three, yep. Woo! We got 1,000 licked easy. We're licking it. Eat your heart out, Footsie. See, Footsie, he won't uh, tell you how many votes he's got. You know why? Because it's usually... About 30, man. And he's still doing the best album of all time. He's doing one against the other. You know, he could do that for like the next 100 years if he don't get canned first. That'd be a good, a good poll uh, question. Who's going to get canned first, Footsie or uh, Jimmy Syphilis? I know somebody who'll never get... What really surprises me is because the Humper was... Uh, sucks, okay? He was his uh, big ally. He was the big supporter. Now that the Humper got blown out, mm -hmm. and they're still hanging out. Oh, that's right. UM gets to pick him, right? I guess. Chris? Sure. I don't know, actually, with that one. I guess. Yes. But I don't know. Joe's yes. a big part of the fraternity. He's, yes. Uh, he's got his own clout. Joe? Joe Zagaki. Oh, Joe Mama. PlayStation 3 plays the Blu-ray standard, and you only need to connect one cable TV. Uh, cable to TV, just letting you know. Thank you. I, I don't want it. I don't want the PlayStation 3. I don't want to. First of all, let me ask you this. Well, I've had several. Let's see. PlayStation 3 has got a Blu-ray player built into it, says somebody. Hey, did you hear? Did I hear what about PlayStation 3? PlayStation 3 has the uh, 
Blu-ray player built into it. I don't care. I could get one, but I don't want to. Long-time listener, first-time emailer, you can buy a Blu-ray DVD player for 280 bucks, so even schleppers like me can own one, he says. You don't have to buy a PlayStation by Sony in order to get Blu-ray. The one I got connected easily to my TV set and audio components. It's not high-end, but it works great, easy to use. Well, what do I want uh, with the Blu-ray? I guess then I can go out and buy that new Godfather DVD. Right. And shove it in my BVDs. Jim in Tallahassee says, I've been listening for 15 years and love the new format. Me too, Jim. I'm your fan. The calls had long time ago become ponderous. Right. I can't listen to the live stream at work, so I have to rely on the archives. Since last Friday, oh, no. Since last Friday, the show archives have been only about three hours and 20 minutes long. Can you have Eric or George check to see what the problem is? I realize the price is right, but I still need my last 40 minutes. Well, guess what, Jim? Some days you're not going to get it, according to Eric. I will vote early and often for Obama, and Obama loss will not only be a sad day in American history, it will be a sad day for America's future. Not just America's future, for the world's future, okay? If they put this right-wing Nazi goofball, this doofus in there with his doofus running mate, the hockey mom. Thanks for the wisdom and laughs over the years, Neil. You're the best. Yes, I am, Jim. In spite of all the negatory crap from Joyce and Clarence. Oh, he doesn't talk about sports. He doesn't talk about sports. The idea that the people that run this radio station would sit back and let a couple of morons destroy the show and leave it to me to, like, resurrect it. Like the penis rising from the ashes. I'm the phoenix. River Phoenix still dead, huh? Yeah. I got you a good um, nepotism pool. Someday, not not for like soon. What what celebrity achieved their fame only because of their relation to uh, somebody else? That's a good one. I'm not asking it well, but you, you know what I mean. Like right. Joaquin Phoenix. All right, we can tweak the uh, Joaquin the question. Phoenix. Sure. And what's Rob Lowe? Chad Lowe is that his brother's name? I believe so. That Lowe? screamer, that floater. Is he? Oh, please. I still think Rob Lowe is Yay. probably swishful thinking on my part. Oh, but there was that video, Neil. Yeah, great. That proves it to me. Saw him on biography the other day. He sure looked pretty back in those days, Rob Lowe. We could play low blow, but I don't, can we play that anymore? Low blow. No. I don't know. Well, let's find out. Let's see. Low blow. It's the most talked about video of the year. Rob Lowe directs, stars, and performs in low Blow. The critics are raving. Gene Siskel says it blows. Roger Ebert says it sucks. Mary Hart says it was hard to swallow. Roman Polanski says, what's the big deal? Mine was 13. Hugh Hefner says, this one's loaded with entertainment. Gene Shalit says, this one fires no blanks. Low blow. Rob Lowe, filmed in sensual around and spread a vision. Low blow. Rob Lowe is coming in your living room with a spasmodic release of his directorial debut. Low Rated PG-13. Make that 16. That was fine. Yeah. Wasn't it? Just fine. I mean, it, it kind of like pushed a couple edges here and there. A little, uh, you know, I, I rate it fine. I rate it uh, PG for pretty good. Not a damn thing wrong with that. Oh, no, you can't play that, they said. And then they said, yeah, screw you guys. Just scandalous. It's one of the great scandals of all time. And of course, if we had anybody in town who wrote about what's going on on radio and TV anymore, um, somebody would be writing about it. But they're not. Little Tommy Jicka, once in a while, he gets a bug up his ass and he'll write a little something, but not very often. And of course, Barry Jackass, he's got the inside pipeline, you know? He's got the bat phone, that red phone. Mm hmm. 
Oh, let's tell Barry about it. And then, of course, maybe like a month later, Barry will correct it, like about Joe Rose is going to do 6 to 10. I like it. 
I think that's what the message from Cliff was. Music for drunks. Here's one from John. says, keep doing whatever you want on the show. You make this outflow to market. Larry Lone, Larry King, $50. And John McCain, the $700 billion. JB and Boca. boy, JB. And Kenny Gramer, one of our former co-workers, has become ultra-chronic here on the uh, emails. Isn't he? He's just fine. No, he, he's fine. I'm not, not knocking. Jesus, don't get all defensive now. Anybody that used to work with us, you know, like Fred Souter, That's not for true. You get all defensive about That's them. not true. Name me somebody who we used to work with that you wouldn't get defensive about. Roger McElroy. Nick Lawrence. I have no problem with Nick. I didn't either. In fact, when he got me those two guys from that video, what was the uh, Un, Un Palabra en Español? Si. A word in Spanish by Elton John. It was filmed on South Beach. And he got me those two kids on the show from the video. Remember that? Yep. That was quite an accomplishment, except the fact that one was really ugly. And nevertheless, they were, they were okay. It's amazing what you can do with makeup. Yep. Isn't it remarkable? You see somebody like on a video or on TV, and then you meet them in person, and like, wait a minute, are you are you the person that I seen on you know like that? Amazing what they can do with makeup. Anyway, Kenny says for the announcer poll, Charlie Jones, who always sounded like he had a he had a bad head cold. Charlie was okay, but certainly not the greatest sports. And Don Cricky, who also is okay, he's still working. Am I right, Chris? Don Cricky? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. He, he's good. He's, I'll, I'll tell you who needs to hang it up badly. Badly. Oh, my God. And I used to like him. He used to be great. Dick Enberg. I'm trying to remember which game he was doing on Sunday. He One of the games I watched a lot of. So maybe, I don't know. It doesn't make any difference. He kept giving the wrong names of the running backs and receivers. Every time somebody would make a great catch. Oh, and a great catch by, by Schmendrick. And it turns out it was uh, Chamianko, not Schmendrick. You know, it, it, it was just horrible. Awful. And he sounded like he was so confused, he just wanted, let me out of here, you know, like that. Let me out. Dick, St uh, Dick uh, not Dick Stockton, he's always terrible. Dick Enberg. What do you think about Dick, Chris? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he's lost it. What are you talking about? Dick Enberg. Oh. <laughs> you don't even know who that is, do you? No, I don't know Dick. He's one of those all-around guys. For a hundred years, see. he's he's been uh, like uh, football, does baseball, he do tennis, also tennis. Or something? he does yeah. tennis. He does it all. They used to have a guy named Jim Simpson, I think, on NBC, who also was you know he did a little of this, a little of that. He was awful. Enberg used to be very good. I mean, not the best, but he was certainly in there. He was no um, Jimmy Syphilis. So anyway, well, well, I'll put together that. Uh, Best announcer. That, that'll, we could do that like, uh, what's his name, like Footsie does it. We could do that for 100 years. Just have two names on there every day and then keep having a runoff. And whoever survives, we put them up against somebody else the next day. Right? Right. Let me ask you, was Danny Gallivan Jewish? The FBI is investigating Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Lehman Brothers, and AIG and their executives as part of a broad look into possible mortgage fraud. Sources would now say the investigation told CNN yesterday. The sources would not speak on the record because the investigation is ongoing. FBI spokesman Special Agent Richard Kolko had no comment on the information, said that 26 firms were currently under investigation as part of the Bureau's mortgage fraud inquiry. Earlier this month, FBI Director Robert Mueller told Congress that 1,400 individual real estate lenders, brokers, and appraisers were now under investigation in addition to two dozen corporations. 
The FBI currently has 26 pending corporate fraud investigations involving subprime lenders, Colco said. I wonder if he was related to a Joe Klecko. Remember Joe Klecko, Chris? I know the name. Looked just like A.J. Dewey. Looked like his twin brother. As we've seen, this number can fluctuate over time. However, we don't discuss which companies may or not be the subject of investigation. Previously, CNN reported that Countrywide is part of the investigation. Sources said the probes of Fannie, Freddie, Lehman, and AIG are believed to be in the early stages. One source said the government would be remiss if it didn't look into what happened at these companies because of the financial problems they're involved in and the actions of the individuals running them. The individuals running them who are making zillions and trillions and gazillions of dollars. We ought to have Larry doing loan me uh, $700 billion. Now, I'm, I'm curious, when you come right down to it, where, where did we ever get that clip from? Do you know the history of that? Yes, I do. I was there when it happened. Really? Yep. Let me tell the audience. Loan me $50. That's the clip. Loan me $50. Yeah. So I'm doing the overnights. Uh, I'm the board up for the Larry King overnight from 11 to 5 a.m. Oh, back when he was on Mutual. Yeah. Sure, when I was uh, still a part-timer before uh, we ever met, before you ever heard of me. And you were just some voice on the radio that the uh, redneck repo man used to listen to who trained me to be a repo God. man. Yeah. He used to yell at the radio all the time. And I'd say, change the station. He'd call you every name in the book. And I'd say, change the station. We can listen to oldies. So anyway, I'm there. And, uh, you know, Roger would come in to do the uh, Mike Ranieri show, which started at 6. And um, he would uh, show up at like 4 in the morning for that, to do the show prep for Ranieri. Yeah, and uh, me. the last hour of Larry King was on at that time, the last rebroadcast hour. And Roger would always come on and slap on a reel-to-reel so that he could capture Larry King drops. All of these Larry King drops that we have were uh, uh-huh. a Roger Maglin production, as you may or may not know. At least most of them. You know that, right? Yeah. And Roger was the one that was obsessed with getting Larry Only King drops, giving them to you so that uh, you know he could uh, kiss up to you, which never worked. Yeah, so he could get your job. Right. Which I didn't have True story, time. by the way. I'm going to have a weenie before I go to Woodbine. So uh, I'm Don't sitting let me forget there. Don't to, uh, to nuke my weenie. No problem. I'm sitting there trying not to fall asleep during the Larry King broadcast. And, uh, and Roger uh-huh. comes busting into the control room, screeching like a girl. Oh, my God! I can't believe he just said that! That's the best thing in the world! Oh, my Long God! And he starts rewinding the reel-to-reel tape, and I have no idea Long what he's talking about. I'm going to try not to fall Long asleep. Larry had been telling the story about how he got the... Um, this uh, this ticket that he didn't pay, and they were going to arrest him if he didn't pay. And so he's at some appearance at some restaurant, I think Pumpernick's or something like that in Hallandale. And he's telling this whole story about how he had to borrow $50 from somebody who was standing there. And upon saying, Only $50. Uh, that's when Roger came busting back into the room and, uh, and isolated it, carted it up. <laughs> nice it, going. I always like that, Roger. Gave Magdalene. it to you. Maybe Roger's looking for a job these days. Hi, handsome. Only $50. Oh, boy. Poor Ranieri. One thing about Ranieri, though, he was very um, even-tempered. In other words, he, did, he just... I mean, he could explode once in a great while. Mm-hmm. He cussed but me out know, once. Did he really? Sure. Um, about what? Uh, he was Don't on the remote. I was running the board. He was on a remote still uh, when I was a part-timer. I, I made a mistake, and uh, he cussed me out. I know what he said. I'm getting a little tired of that crap, I can tell you right now. <laughs> oh, man, he was a good guy. For the most part, yes. Well, nobody's perfect. I'm not saying he was a perfect guy or he was, uh, you know, the best guy that ever was in the business. He was a good guy. I liked him. Me too. I enjoyed following him. I enjoyed he, he had a sense of humor about himself and he could uh, poke a little fun at me. And, and we, you know, we get a little uh, back and forth and whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And he had an audience. He actually had an audience. And then, of course, they screwed him over big time. They, they just, it's like all management, man. They can't wait to screw things up. Yeah, his audience was getting older and yada, yada, yada. He's still, uh, he's still done pretty good. Especially for the crap he put on the ear. I mean, he, <laughs> remember the almanac and all that yeah. stuff? And they never did replace that with a show that did better. That oh, but that that uh, what what was his name? The news guy, Chuck Meyer. Sure, those interviews, man. Mm -hmm. name. A lot of work went into that show. A lot of ponies on those ponies. The sports leader. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Hello, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. Election Day. The first Tuesday in November. Schneider's Winnie with mustard. Okay. What? Nothing. You're not impressed? I would have much rather had one of those anus burgers with bacon and ch uh, cheddar. Would you? From Mickey D's, but, you know. What are you going to do? It's a couple blocks away. I'd go get one now if you want to cover. No, it's all right. You sure? I'm sure. Mmm. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I got all this stuff here. Kenny Gramer says, sorry, I'll stop being chronic. No, don't stop sending stuff, okay? Just keep sending stuff. But it says, in light of the new email format, what qualifies as chronic? I, I will say this. Some of the chronics, like Sal Biondo, we both mentioned his name on here, and he stopped sending crap. Go away, Sal. Didn't he used to play um, third base for the uh, A's? Who? Who? Sal what? Who played third base for the uh, Oakland A's back in the glory days? I don't know. When were the glory days? When they, when they used to win the pennant all the time. When they had Reggie Jackson and oh, Gene Tennis. Was I alive back then? No. Well. Sal. Somebody will uh, email. Sal Bando. Maybe his name was Bando. wasn't Sal. Maybe it was. I don't know. My two cents. My two cents. Is, I'm sorry for eating on the air. you believe me? No. no. I'm not sorry at all. 
I wish you guys could still eat on the air. Well, I guess you'll be eating on the air tomorrow. Yes, we will, with a vengeance. Sal Bendo. Good. Played for from 68 to 76. On those great teams. And they had, um, who was the great relief pitcher with a handlebar mustache? Raleigh Fingers? Yeah. Boy, what a memory, huh? <laughs> I wasn't even alive then, yeah. Well, I can't remember his name. I just remember he had the handlebar mustache. And uh, Sal Bando's the brother of Chris Bando. Who's that? I don't know. I'm clicking on the link. Chris Bando. Was he cute? Uh, played from 81 to 88 for Cleveland. Nepotism. It's like uh, Yogi Berra's kid. I played shortstop for the Pirates for about five minutes. What the hell was his name? Bira. Somebody will know. Anyway, Fred there, Ken says, my two cents, never let callers say jokes on the air, so I vote to Schmidt Ken to email jokes. You're the best. Yes, I am, Kenny. I am the best. And, the, and I, I, you know, the jokes is, at least it's an excuse to get people in the habit of emailing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then maybe someday they'll send something worthwhile. I doubt it, but, you know. I got, I got rid of some of the chronics on there already. Some of the, the people who are just pests. One I didn't get rid of is that guy from uh, New Orleans, that Gary guy, who sent me another another lengthy. It's, it's in my pile here today. I'm sure I'll never get to it. Well, somebody sent me a picture of this. I don't know who this guy is. He's laying butt naked. It looks like on a on a pier, on a dock. Yeah. yeah. On an American flag, butt naked. And I do mean butt. He's lying on his stomach. Got shades on. And and I remember the the accompanying comment was this was I wish I looked like that. So do I. God. Woo. Look at that. But I better put that on the bottom of my pile. It's bad. And I, I hate to say this because you're gonna you're gonna laugh at me. Okay. I, I've told you this before. Back in the days when I used to talk about losing weight, which I pretty much stay, I used to pretty much stay the same now, 189, 190, for a long time. Not that that's good, but it, it's better than, you know. Oh, Sal Bando, Kenny Gamers, Gamer, Gamer. Since two more. Look, look, that's chronic. Okay, you asked. That's chronic. Kenny wants to take over the show now. <laughs> and he also says Sal Bando. Oh, and let me say one other thing, too, about these emails. They're slow. You're always raving about this Outlook Express, how it's real email. It's slow. I don't know what you mean. In other words, from the time that somebody sends one until the time it shows up here, it's slow. Well, that's a, uh, it's not the program's fault. Well, whose fault is it then? It's Mine? Uh, must be my fault. Yeah, it must, must be. be doing something wrong. It's, uh, it depends on the server. Theirs and yours and all points in between. Well, well, let me ask you something. How come if I send myself an email like uh, from Yahoo to Hotmail mm -hmm. to test my, it's there very right. soon. Right. It depends on their server and where they're sending it from, and all points in between. Anyway, since I was working WYOD as an overnight board op on his last day over in Erie, people behind the scenes, you probably know who, knew he was going to get the axe, and it trickled down to me as my shift was ending that night. I saw Roger in the studio. Remember how Roger used to clip news articles for Mike from the studio as Mike did the show from the control room? Now, that's a radio old schooler, Mike, I mean. Had no sympathy for Roger, but when I walked into the closet of the producer's room, the tiny room across from Cheryl that had the mailboxes, I saw Mike sleeping on the couch in the dark, literally and figuratively. It was a sad sight. 
Knowing what I knew, I thought of telling him in advance it was going to be his last show. But, I, oh, why would you do that to somebody? But I was sworn to secrecy and a new employee, so I didn't. I regret that. My dad was a real Ranieri fan. He told me I should have said something so I could say goodbye properly. Oh, well, live and learn. No, it, it would have been, no, devastating. Never retire, Kenny says. Okay, now I'm going to croak on the ear soon. Maybe today. Maybe I'll have another weenie. Dale Barra. Dale Barra, shortstop for the Pirates, right? Uh, for Pittsburgh, the Yankees, and Houston from he 77 sucked. to 87. He sucked. 77 to 87, he lasted that yep. long? What was his lifetime batting average, about 185? So uh, 236, lifetime. 236, just above the Mario Mendoza line. boy, Dale. You know what Yogi said, it's over. 263 was his best year. Well, he was all right. So how about that? Quite a Ranieri story. Inside radio crap, baby. You don't get that on the old Ron and Paul crap. On that old rehashed garbage. Oh, now let's see. How many votes did we have? Did you say this uh, first poll? That awful poll about the magazine? Two, Chris. Uh, I'm sorry, no, 729. No. 729 and 280. 281. 281. That's it. That's it. That's an even 1,000 votes. No, no it's 1,010. 10, 10. 10, 10. Okay, just relax. 10-10. 10-10 right. wins New York. Boy, this... Uh, too bad for the young people out there who don't know what this business used to be. This used to be a great business. Used to be a great medium, radio. Yep. Back in the day. A happy medium. Mm-hmm. Even these memories back from IOD, even, you know, stuff like that about Ranieri getting canned, even that brings back some happy memories. Even Roger Magellan trying to get you canned to get your job. And he didn't mm -hmm. want to just do my show. He wanted to do Ranieri and my show. He wanted to work right. eight hours a day. Correct. What's he doing right now? I don't know. He was strange. I mean, I'm sure you've got some other adjectives to describe him, but my take on him is he was a strange dude. Yes, he was. Dude. Got a, a few Roger strange stories. Strange dude. What? I got a few Roger stories. Do you? That we sure. can tell on the air? Yeah. Like what? Um, as a matter of fact, speaking of them, him trying to get my job, I don't know if you remember the great best of tapes that were a huge yeah. and, and uh, resounding. Well, the ones that Joe Bell was Jones in for so bad, yeah. Right. Well, one of his plans to get my job is to make better best of tapes than the ones that I used to make. I used to just very simply try to recreate the Neil Rogers, Neil Rogers show, but I would take out the phone checks, the time checks, the you giving the number out. I would also take out the pauses, the um ahs, and I would just leave in all the good stuff, good calls, good tirades, uh, funny lines, things like that. My understanding of what a best of is supposed to be. Roger thought that he had a better idea, so he would take like uh, a collection of you talking about food, and then he c would create this montage of you just you talking about food. But in between all of the ele elements, he would have this uh, sweeper, a sound effect. Uh, uh, he would put zingers in there. He would add sound effects to what you were doing. In other words, trying to make it better because he thought that your show could be better with his oh, help. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's what uh, that's what his idea was. Now he presented that idea to Gary Bruce, but Gary Bruce never auditioned the tapes. So on uh, one really happy day for me, Gary said, why don't you play these tapes uh, while Neil is off? And I said, okay, fine. And there were the Roger tapes. Uh, mm -hmm. Within ten minutes, Gary Bruce was on the phone saying, what is that? Yeah, yeah, all kinds of uh, bell slide whistle sound effects. Like you would say a line, and there would be, like some, yeah, you know, really cornball, cheesy crap. Joey Reynolds kind of stuff, Bill Marshall kind of stuff. And... um 
And so I'm playing that, and Gary calls, and he goes, what is that? Zimfar. It wasn't Zimfar. Oh. And and I said, that's the tape you told me to play, Gary. And he goes, is it all like that? And I said, everything that I've played so far is like that. And he said, when you go into this next, he said, well, do you have the other tapes ready? And I said, yeah, I made a whole week's worth, Gary. You told me to play these instead. And he said, well, go into the break, and when you come out, put uh, one of the other ones on. Another one's the ones that I make. Wow. Put one of those on. And then uh, I did so, and, uh, and uh, within 30 seconds, Roger comes flying into the studio. What's going on? What's going on? I said, Gary called. He told me to put these on instead. He did not. I said, he did. Um, he goes, why? Did he say why? I said, I don't think he liked Because they uh, sucked, Roger. I don't they think he sucked. liked those other tapes. All right. And he called Gary a bunch of names and stormed out of the... Um, the control room, but then the next morning, don't worry, story's almost over. The next morning, somebody, I forget who it was that was in the bathroom taking a deuce, um, uh, overheard uh, Roger talking to somebody else. There were two stalls down there, if you recall, mm-hmm. and they were both occupied. And Roger is in there at the mirror, or, you know, first he uses the urinal, and then he's using the sink, washing his hands, talking to somebody else about the event the day before, mm-hmm. and just calling Gary every name in the book. And that effing A H doesn't know. I bet you Gary S, was in the other stall. This, Gary was in the other stall. So, All right. So this person gets up and does his business and uh, and walks out. And Roger continues with this other person, the person that gave me the spy report. And then uh, and then that person walks out. And then uh, he uh, and then Gary walks out of the stall. And then, of course, Roger went flying out of the bathroom. So Gary heard every word that Roger said. All right. The best. All right. He never did did, uh, get to take over your show. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. Are you sure? The big dog, Joe Rose. Weekday morning, 7 to 10. Where South Florida sports always matters. (laughs) Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil. God. Hey, Ranieri here. Man of your dreams for Uncle Mikey's Double Talk School. That's right, a school of double talk with old Uncle Mike. You ever have those embarrassing social situations where you just don't know what to say? You know, words fail you? Well, Uncle Mikey can help by teaching you to say half as much in twice the time with half the brain power. We'll reduce your embarrassment by 50%. You'll only be embarrassed half as much. Because instead of thinking up two somethings to say, you only got to think of one something. Maybe only half of something or something like that. You know, you meet a girl and you say, my, you look lovely. Then instead of thinking up another clever line, you just say, my, my, how lovely you look. It's simple. It's painless. Best of all, we have easy payment package plans. We got package plans at the School of Double Talk. Where is this place, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. But I lost my place. I lost my place, but I got to keep talking because we don't do retakes. We don't do no retakes at W-I-O-N-D. Heck, I remember uh, old uh, Mr. Eagle there used to blow his nose right in the middle of a couple of his spots there back in the olden days. Ah, here it is. Here it is. 1401 North Bay Causeway in beautiful North Bay Village. That's the Uncle Mikey Double Talk School. That's the school of Double Talk. 118 is my 